0: Comics. Movies. Music. Video games.
1: Technology.
2: Blu-ray. Television.
1: This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
3: Previously on. Out now. With Aaron.
1: And Abe. Okay, we need to come up with something awesome for the 100th episode.
3: Yeah, I know. The world is counting on us, Aaron.
1: <laughs> Why are you yelling?
3: Because it's important. And anyway, what can we do?
1: Um, we could make it about drug awareness. It's like, you know, dare to keep the kids off.
3: Ugh, that's kind of dark. And interventions usually require so much effort from the Necronomicon.
1: Well, we could make it a very
3: loud episode. Uh, it's, it's kind of annoying. How about a Muppet voiced episode? You mean like The counts? Ah, ah, ah. 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 <laughs>
1: How about a musical episode?
3: You mean like having a singing stuff? Yeah,
1: we could be doing, like, a regular episode and every so often burst into song. What kind of
3: songs? Does it matter? Um, I guess not. But they should be amazing songs. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: okay, well, but um, bum bum baby
3: on board, How
1: I Yeah, and then we could have, like, lots of explosions for no real reason.
3: And have live animals making noises in the background. For no real reason. And sit in
1: wide open areas while we record and scream to random people that we're doing our 100th episode.
3: And try to record something while underwater. Like this.
1: And then tell everyone our next stop is the moon. We're on the moon, said the astronaut.
3: And then we'll blast the score from Apollo
1: 13. And we would be recording the whole thing naked.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 wait,
1: wait, what? You know, we record naked for comfort.
3: Uh, um, okay, I think maybe we should dial it back a bit, Aaron.
1: Fine, but let's at least start singing.
3: Mm, okay. <laughs> New York and San Francisco, we always kick with Crisco.
4: Well done.
0: I got my introduction. 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 Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Is everybody feeling alright? Is everybody feeling alright?
1: We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is Abe. Hello. Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I discussing new movies weekly. We also bring a discussion about the latest movie trailers, box office results and predictions, a callback to past films similar to the main film of the week, games, and other fun stuff. I went low and then I went high. You see what I did?
3: Rollercoaster <laughs> roller solid. coaster style. I did,
1: yeah. This is episode one hundred. One zero zero. We did we're there. What? We're at the thing. We're, we're at the thing, at yeah. At the
3: thing that we've been
1: talking about, that
3: thing. The, the hunter juncture, yeah. The,
1: yes, exactly. We've reached that fork in the road. Tom Hanks is there. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know either, but we're at our 100th episode. It's great. That's yeah, a cast.
3: In that FedEx package.
1: Exactly. And we're talking about Oblivion. Speaking of Toms, starring Tom Cruise. Seamless, that was... Yes, we are talking about Oblivion. It's our 100th episode. There's more stuff going on as well. Uh, Joining us now, we have from Damn Dirty Blog, the man trapped in space for the past 60 years, Jordan Grout.
4: Hello. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: And from Fast Film Reviews, the man from up in the clouds, Mark Hoban. Hey, everyone. How are you guys? Yes, how are
2: you guys? Oh, great. Really good. Really honored honored to be here for your 100th episode.
1: We're, we're glad to have you. I'm glad, yeah, to, glad to, and we'll, you know, we'll get to things later on. We're going to do, we'll, we'll do a little more hundred episodes.
2: Fun
3: stuff later. Fun
1: stuff later. But it, I mean, it's mm. having you guys who have been with us for a, quite some time now. It's been, it, it has been our pleasure to. It's too.
3: almost the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a very special one on. now. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's get to some announcements first. We got, we got a lot of things here. Um, well, let's see. Um, let's let, first things first. Uh, there's there's going to be some changes coming in to the podcast, large and small, in the future. Good changes, though. Good changes. Nothing negative.
3: Oh.
1: Yeah. yeah, we're not. I'm not. We're not killing off Alan yet. Oh. But, um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin the secrets.
1: <laughs> that
4: was the first thing that came to my mind. Was oh god, but I there, hope yeah. Alan's okay.
1: We're, we, got, we got some. We some changes coming. Some technical changes. Some segment changes. Well, you, you'll see. You'll see in due time. Things will take their course over the, the next the next few weeks or so. Episodes, we'll, yeah. you'll be you'll be noticing some things. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see with that actually with that said i should bring up right now um i believe the site the HHWLOD podcast network that like hosts our podcast which we're very happy for i believe that that site is being updated so there is a chance that you want, that people that subscribe through itunes will have to resubscribe to the podcast i'm just going to say that right now and oh. i'll make that announcement as well on the, the facebook page and the the twitter of
3: and course, if you haven't subscribed to itunes please do yeah and leave,
1: <laughs> leave us a review on itunes too that'd be great um but yeah, so just putting that out there right now. For so people that fret not, you can just resubscribe once everything gets kind of situated. And I think that's just happening here, the near future. All right, other things. Um, there is a contest. So one
3: hundredth episode contest.
1: Yeah. So here, here it is. What we, what we've come up with, and we have quite the prize for this. We're going. We want to. We, we have on the Facebook and the Twitter page there is like a banner photo, and it tends to be like Abe and I. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we figured, why don't we have a, one of our listeners like design us a new banner? Like that—that could, that could be cool. right? Be creative. Be very creative. Yeah, you can incorporate yeah, whatever kind of thing you think would associate well without now with Aaron and Abe, and we would of course pick the one that we feel best represent. Yeah, I mean, it'd be the one that we like the most, but obviously, we'd be the winner, and might
3: be the coolest one too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah and the uh, the winner would receive a pretty cool prize we have some an, a piece of out now swag that i've been holding on to for quite some time now and i will i would fill that piece of swag with a, a brand new copy of life of pi on blu-ray as well as just whatever else i see fit i have a bunch of just stuff i just want to give away anyway, so i'll just fill i'll just fill a bag with a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Inclu- Not <Cole. laughs> Include Including a copy of Life of Pi on Blu-ray, other Blu-rays, and if I find something Is it the right 3D version? Or something, it is just the regular version of Life of Pi on Blu-ray.
3: Nice. And by entering the contest, you're allowing Aaron and Abe to really own this work and showcase it as we deem fit. Um, but all are welcome to join and all are welcome to enter. Even if it's thick figures, that might be the coolest one. You never know. You might just win. Considering that your odds are pretty high to, to win. Um, and also, please be clean and friendly since, uh, our hosting site, HHWLD, is a family network.
1: Really, uh, be creative overall. That's what I, that's what I want to see. I want to see some really cool ideas coming through. Yeah. So that's the contest. Um, obviously email us out now podcast at gmail.com. That's where you will enter. That's where you can enter. And, uh, looking forward to seeing what the results are. We got, uh, we got a lot of feedback this week. I put some questions on the old Facebook and Twitters. <laughs> and, uh, so here we go. We got, uh, I asked, a uh, favorite post apocalyptic worlds. I got a, got a number of entries here. We have, um, let's see, from Tyler. Omega Man, Mad Max, Zombieland, and his personal favorite, The Road. Not sure why that'd be a favorite. You'd be like, hey, I can't wait to be here. That's a, the <laughs> thrilling family film. Yeah. Uh, Doomsday. It's off oh, the wall in yes. every genre. Great settings as a result. For that's from Brian White. I, I like that choice actually quite a bit. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live there ever though. Ever. Um, let's see. My house at the end of most weekends. That's from Scott Mendelson. Friend of the show. <laughs> um, let's see. From Jim Dietz, Road Warrior, Escape from New York, Brazil, and Warrior of the Lost World. I challenge people to, to look up that reference because that is that is that is a reference all right. This one's from Brandon Peters. I'll do some not yet listed. Planet of the Apes, Terminator, Jason X, and I'll second Doomsday. <laughs> Jason X. That's another amazing choice. Oh, God. Let's see. Here's this one from Izzy. Does the running man count? Because if, if it does, that also Escape from New York and L.A. A fan of both worlds, apparently, Izzy. Um, did nobody like, mention Brazil? Yeah, I said Brazil. No, Jim oh. did Brazil. Oh, oh, oh. So, yes, Jordan, someone did save Brazil.
3: Pay attention.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And lastly, this one's from Eric. If you exclude the vampire baddies, the I Am Legend post-apocalyptic world is very interesting. I agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. All right. The other question I asked. People's favorite Tom Cruise movie, and everyone just jumped at the There's chance a ton of this question. Yeah, we got yeah. a
3: ton of responses.
1: Where um, to start? All right, from from Manisha, this one came up quite a bit. Eyes Wide Shut. Brandon Peters also said that. Now I'm just thinking, who's like who's like watching Eyes Wide Shut
3: like again and again? Man. Well, clearly Brandon and, and Manisha. Actually,
2: yeah. I I like that choice because I I've always loved that film. It's a, I mean
1: it's a good but that your favorite Tom cruise like is that the one you go back to you just like I can't wait to watch
3: well,
2: it's right in this 3 maybe can't judge them I I Dude, can and well, will I'm doing just, it right now <laughs> I mean it's a better choice than like losing it <laughs>
1: I wish, just, I don't, I wish the was losing it. I don't
2: know if you guys are familiar with that. <laughs> I am. Caps. Oh, oh, like yeah. <laughs> like,
1: um, okay. Will, uh, Willie put Austin Powers and gold member. That made me laugh. Kenneth put The Last Samurai. Tim Burton put A Few Good Men. Donnie Salvo The Last Samurai again. Uh, Tyler disappointed that no one said Tropic Thunder. Uh, oh, Izzy oh, put boy. Izzy put Collateral. Mike put Days of Thunder. A lot of days of Thunder. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jose. Jose, first he put, show me the money. Then he said, honestly, it's probably Minority Report or Ghost, or Ghost Protocol. Um, Jeanette, Last Samurai. Eric, Mission Impossible 3. Joe, Minority Report. Mission Impossible 3. All right. Uh, Minority Report from Joe. Okay, all those. All those good answers. Magnolia. No one said Magnolia. surprising. That's Someone Magnolia. said Eyes Wide Shut before they sang Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love his character. It's so quotable. We can't. No, we can't, we can't say most of the words that he says. <laughs> yeah. In Magnolia. But yeah, yeah. those. Are, that's uh that's a lot of feedback. So thank you guys for that. That was uh, excellent. Always fun to put things on the the old Facebook page and hear what people have to say. Uh, let's move on to know everybody. Where each week we ask each other a few questions to try and set the tone for the podcast and better get to know everybody.
3: I'm excited. I got some great questions.
1: Good because I'm going to let Jordan start this one off this week. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Um, Mark.
4: Yes. Would you rather be a participant on the Hunger Games, Battle Royale, or Running Man?
2: Mm. Um, I would say. Hmm, I will say Hunger Games. Alright.
1: That's a tough one. What would you do? It is a tough one. Running man, you have I, to do something. You, if you're in Running Man universe, you'd have to have like done something to like deserve a spot there, though, right? Because you'd have you have to be like a prisoner who like committed yeah. murder, So you would probably be in shape, already. right. You'd probably you, was like you might have a you might <laughs> you'd have a be be, in be, in you might have a shape, better way. chance in the Running Man world. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I you love know. your logic. You've got to be in shape for you're something <laughs> <like> bad. Presumably <laughs> you're already ready to go, unless you're, like you're a District 1, not Hunger Games World, right?
2: But I kind of feel like Hunger Games, they're a little bit more willing to bend the rules, because they had this idea that only one can survive, and then two got to survive. So they seem a little bit more lenient. Yeah.
3: It's because they were in love. <laughs> in air quotes. Well, thanks. thanks,
2: Donald. Same thing can happen in Running Man.
3: Thanks. Steve. <laughs> they can be in love. <laughs> that's that's not what happens in that movie. <laughs> it's not a romantic comedy with Gerard Butler and Catherine Heigl.
4: <laughs> the running duo. I couldn't remember the title of the one with uh, Steve Austin. Set on the island. Condemned.
3: Yes. Oof. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that. Rolls one. off your tongue, man. It does. Mark it your did.
2: turn. Okay, uh, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, Oblivion stars Tom Cruise. Uh, in the spirit of Tom Cruise, the Church of Scientology has heard that you're interested in learning more about the religion, and they'd like to send over a representative. Would you like John Travolta, Tom Cruise, Giovanni Giovanni Rabisi, or Jason Lee to come over? I didn't know and, Giovanni
1: Rabisi was a Scientologist. He is. Okay, well, I wouldn't want him to regardless. I mean, who
2: wants to talk to
3: Giovanni Ribisi for, like, an extended period of time?
4: That would be the craziest <laughs>
3: thing. Juliette Lewis does, Duh. I, I would also why, put why Juliet Lewis in the other sister.
1: Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I forget, I forget that terrible movie. My bad. <laughs> well, I didn't think you would pick her, so that's why I didn't yeah. shoot. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um,
1: I would probably, <laughs> I, I would probably, probably say John Travolta just because he could fly me around in his jet, um, and we could go get massages together. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, you can do that with Tom oh, Cruise, no. I think, too. Oh, man, Aaron, oh. we <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't
1: laughs> would be shouting from the other room, like, hey, this is a really nice massage. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a really nice massage. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um but, I mean, if it was, like, early 90s Jason Lee – actually, that's probably not true because he probably wasn't a Scientologist in the early 90s. So never mind because I was going to say, we could hang out at the skate park together. But, <laughs> but that's
2: not – but he, he wasn't a Scientologist then, so never mind. I, I was also tempted to put Will Smith in here, but he denies that he's a Scientologist despite donating millions and millions of dollars to the church because we always donate to churches we don't agree in, right? But – You leave the Smith family alone. They are a national treasure. <laughs> I'm not. There's nothing wrong with it.
1: (laughs) Okay, back to Earth. Um, Let's see. Um, Who do I want to ask this question to? I'm going to ask it to Abe. Yeah. It's the future. What kind of vehicle slash transportation would you love to have?
3: Uh, You know that car that Homer designs when he finds Herb, his half brother. (laughs) So so not that.
1: What's your What's the other answer? (laughs) What's the car I'd love to have in the future? I didn't say car. I said vehicle slash type of transportation you'd love to have in the
3: future. Uh, this ranges from
1: hoverboards to crazy I know. Situations. I was actually just thinking about hoverboard,
3: <laughs> But uh, it would, since I don't skate that well, I, I probably wouldn't have much use for a hoverboard. So it would have in to be... In the future,
1: everyone knows how to skate. Do they? Of course. It's the future.
3: Uh, do you have tower boards?
1: I mean, you, you're specifying the type of vehicle
3: you'd want to have, so... Yeah, it would actually be more along the lines of um, an awesome car like in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a cartoon, where those kids come from the other dimension, Dimension X. And then, I think if they got like a Cadillac, a blue hover Cadillac or something like that, that'd be kind of fun to have.
1: Okay. Obviously, I should have asked this question to someone with more imagination. Yes.
3: <laughs> Show notes. I'll, <laughs> I'll link you a
1: photo. I know Aaron, t- you, you. You threw me a Cadillac. <laughs> you're in the future. You have like a wealth of cool hair. You could have like the Millennium Falcon. You're like, I want a Cadillac from Dimension X.
3: <laughs> they're from Dimension X. Someone agree with me, please.
4: Aaron. How about a Volkswagen Bug? I'll take that. <laughs>
3: that hovers.
4: Yeah, it's it's from Dimension Y.
3: <laughs> do, do they have kids with cool blue costumes? And no, costumes? they're purple. <laughs>
2: What happened to the home, The car that Homer designed? What happened to it? It bankrupted Herb. That's what happened to yeah. it. I know, but, I mean, as your choice, I like that choice. I really like that choice,
3: too, but Aaron was like, please be serious.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're in the future,
1: and you want to drive around in some station wagon that has, like, a separate bubble for the kids and, and a horn that goes La Cucaracha. <laughs> You can have that. <laughs> let me put that in the show notes. Let me put that.
3: Let
2: me put that in. Yeah, you have to upload a photo of it too. Like, storm. That's, that's why that's the show
3: notes. The It'll sweep the world by storm.
1: Like, Homer's car. Which
3: is <laughs> of his time. He was ahead <laughs> of his time. Herb was. Yeah. He... <sighs> Moving on. Eric. Yeah. Alright. Which character in Oblivion would you replace with Werner Herzog? V- oh my god.
1: Werner Herzog? The man who starred in the film Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise, <laughs> most important film of the last seventeen years. Um,
3: seventeen.
1: <laughs> Porter Herzog deals only with odd numbers. Um, let's. Um, who would he play? He would. He would. He would. He he would play Zoe Bell's character. Zoe Bell was in it. <laughs> exactly. He'd have lines this time. That'd be the difference. Oh. He would, she was like she was like right behind um, Jamie Lannister the whole time in the background every
3: what yeah I didn't she's, even um, notice that she's
1: right behind him every in every scene she's like hey I'm here I'm not gonna say anything because I have a, a wild Australian a- New Zealand accent so you know no reason for me to talk <laughs> that's the only reason I could think that why like so
3: what, what would he she say
1: he would say tons of things he would just add his input all the time he'd just be saying he's like maybe Morgan Freeman if we. Had like a snack time where we could discuss the options. Most. <laughs> snack
3: time, <laughs>
1: like you're saying all these ideas, and there was no committee. We did not agree to them. Like maybe we should discuss things before you invite random Tom.
3: He's <laughs> so democratic in the post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, wouldn't you
4: replace him with um, the the main girl on the ship so they could have a nude swimming scene together?
1: <laughs> Come on, that'd be amazing. <laughs> With, uh, you what, mean Mr. Melissa 30. Leo? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's not the scene where Jordan fell asleep during the movie.
4: Warner Herzog and Tom Cruise <laughs> naked in a pool, two million, two hundred million dollar opening. It's oh, the,
1: it's, the, it's these kind of inspired ideas that got us going through a hundred different episodes that, about is, that, there
3: is. that is totally John Travolta's fantasy, though. Oh.
1: My God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh. Let's let's just be honest. Everyone that works at Werner Herzog probably wants a scene where they swim naked with in a bit of pool. At the place. <laughs> 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 All
3: right. Under the episode, yeah.
1: Jordan, your question. Um, I would about you? someone ask me something. Well, here you go. Would you? <laughs> which Which Tom Cruise do you prefer? Fighter pilot Tom Cruise, race car driver Tom Cruise, or astronaut Tom Cruise?
4: Fighter pilot. Why? No, I'm just kidding. Astronaut. Wait,
1: oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Either of those are good.
4: Because um, he's awesome. He's a, a, a astronaut. And he kicks ass more than any other uh, role.
1: Astronauts. He kicks yes. And He Yes. And he kicks stronauts as well. And I like space. Aaron. Oh. Uh,
4: Aaron. If uh, you could have Joseph Kosinski direct any superhero film, what would it be?
3: Uh,
1: hmm. Um, if I could have Joseph Kaczynski direct any superhero film, well, it would probably have, it'd have to be one where I'd appreciate the soundtrack for its electronic means, as well as being something that's very visually pleasing. What What superhero combines those? That Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, if like you know, just jump back, have it have like an Oingo Boingo soundtrack. That just makes sense, right? He somehow he somehow gets them back together, and it'd be just very visually vibrant.
2: Can I answer that question? Go for yes. it. Yes, I'd like to see a live action version of the Wonder Twins directed by Joseph Kaczynski Yes. You, do you know who the Wonder Twins are? I yeah. Power of form of an ice bridge. There you go. Form, yeah, it's always some form of water. And then she's always an animal. Wonder Twin Powers activate. <laughs>
1: Show it it's us, from, music, it's from... by, music by MGMT. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. You're up, Mark. Um. Oh, see, I don't – I can't think of what my other question was now. Um. Let's see. Mark's power went out, so he's flying off the seat of his pants. Right yeah, so I'm like I'm actually sitting candle. here in the dark with just a bunch of candles. It's very romantic, though. That's romantic, yeah. That's that's how we yeah. wanted. That's how I'm doing the hundredth episode. I, I feel like I'm having like a candlelight dinner with all of you right now. So, oh, I, I imagine that every week. Dinner with Andre, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Smoothie. Um, how about okay, Abe? What is your yeah. favorite? This is not going to be too creative, but what is your favorite post-apocalyptic movie? Uh,
3: good question. There's a lot that come to my mind immediately. But one that sticks out a lot is uh, the road, because it's really sad and depressing. And that's probably how I would imagine how things might be, considering that uh, people would go into mass chaos, I would feel, and yeah, it'd be like lonely, and you're kind of just all in for yourself, Um, and anyone who is with your traveling party, obviously. But it's just dangerous, too. Um, I I kind of feel that would be it
1: that's a, a good one i like that that's i have a good i have a question though is that yeah your favorite or the best one you can think of? No, no no i mean that's, like <laughs> which one do you like revisit
3: well i mean like in terms of just sort of base in reality i think that, that would sort of be like
2: one of the ways that it would sort of play out but it's a very unexpected choice so that's kind of uh, that's what i kind of like about it
3: oh well here's one for you mark got this great question for you <laughs> What is one food item that you would crave the most in a post-apocalyptic setting where you mostly eat gruel and Vienna
2: sausages? Uh, Fried pork rinds. Love those. Nice. Yes. Junk Uh. food. Why not? I mean, it's post-apocalyptic. You're going to die anyway, so why not just go out with something that you just enjoy? Yeah, you mostly just eat gruel. Nothing to do with nutritional value. Fried pork rinds.
3: That's what I would choose. So if you saw those at, like, a 7-Eleven in, like, the year 2074, you'd be like, I'm going all in for it, even though I know it's a trap.
2: <laughs> Definitely.
3: Cool. <laughs> that
2: one. Is that everybody?
1: <laughs> I think that is everybody, which is why, or how, you play <laughs> <know> everybody. <laughs> Smooth. Crushed it. Uh, let's move on, then, to out now quickies. TM. Each weekend out now if Aaron and Abe, there are a lot of movies that come out and we only talk about one of them. So we like to have a segment where we can talk about other movies that also happen to coincide with the week's release. Trademark. And so, Abe, have you seen any other movies this week? I have not seen any other movies this week. Pass. (laughs) Great. Jordan. (laughs) Um, I watched uh Lords of Salem. Oh, the Rob Zombie film. Mm Mm-hmm. I had no time this weekend to catch that. Did you did you did you like it?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I like Rob Zombie. So uh if if you enjoy his other films, there's no reason why you won't enjoy it. And um, if you didn't like him, we'll stay away because you probably won't like it. Yeah. So uh, it's it's just a fun throwback to like '70s, uh, '60s and '70s horror films. And
1: I'm a huge fan of Devil's Rejects, so yeah,
4: I'd... Mm. yeah. The the music's great, and um, it, it was obviously filmed on a limited budget, and he does some pretty creative things with what he uh, what resources he had to work with. and... And I like um his wife in it too Sherry, she's like she's like the lead of it isn't she yeah yeah it's it's not scary and it's really not particularly that violent um it's
1: just eerie and uh yeah I, I recommend it cool all right mark any other movies you've seen
2: have, has anyone talked about the sapphires on your show yet? Uh,
1: no, actually. No. So I,
2: really I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that actually not this week, but a couple weeks ago, and uh, I really enjoyed it. It's really kind of this sweet story about this girl group that's formed, um, to tour in Vietnam, and, uh, they, uh, come from, uh, New Zealand, and it's, it's really kind of a, I mean, it, it is somewhat, cliched in many senses but it's also very warm and and kind of sweet and it's got a lot of nice soul music and they're really um performed with a lot of like energy and ha- it's just it makes you feel good it's just a, it's a really it's like a feel-good film and um it's got what's his name from Bridesmaids, Priest Chris O'Dowd.
1: Chris, Chris O'Dowd, O'Dowd. Yeah.
2: yes, and it's got him. I I really am starting to really. I mean, I've always liked him, but like every time I see him in a film, he just he just makes me smile, and he's really likable in this as well. Cool. Cool. I got to check. Yeah, it I heard out. somebody
4: criticize it saying like, "Oh, it's just a by the numbers, lazy film." And but you no, know, I I don't mind if a film is by the numbers it, as long it, it, as it. Done well Yeah, it,
2: it, it is really well acted, and it, there is there's aspects to it that are kind of by the numbers. But they are from New Zealand, and then they're going to Vietnam to tour, and so it it has these kind of aspects, and it deals with. Um, Oh you know I'm saying New Zealand I I'm wrong it, I it's they're from Australia sorry about oh, that Oh, oh, oh. I, I missed that they're from Australia and but it has to do with there's this history to Australia uh, the lost generation and people it, there's like a sort of a it has to do with racism and stuff and there's more to it than just a superficial story about a girl group so um mm-hmm. but there there's a lot more to it
3: question do they do original songs or is it uh, kind
2: of covers? Uh, no, it's 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 it's, co- it's it's cover versions. So you'll 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 hear songs by like the Supremes and the Four Tops and things like that. It's and but they're soundtrack. really they're they're yeah they're really well done versions of it. Great, yeah, I, I want to check that out at some point when I get a chance.
1: Um, I've seen a few things. Uh, first things first though. I finished BioShock Infinite for the nice. gamers. The gamers keeping track of my, <laughs> my gaming habits recently. <laughs> and I say that proudly because it take it, I get so busy I have hardly time to finish video games these days. But good game. BioShock Infinite. Um, I watched the first episode of Hemlock Grove. This is a new Netflix oh. uh in original series much like a House of Cards with uh, Kevin Spacey. And uh, the, up the forthcoming Arrest Development new season. And this Hemlock Grove is a, is, is a show produced by Eli Roth. He directed the first episode as well. And from what I can tell, it involves werewolves. And it's kind of like this – it's like a quirky suburban show of drama going on there with a supernatural twist, I guess. I kind of enjoyed the first episode, and I've been debating whether or not I want to continue on and finish the actual season. I may or may not though, so we'll we'll see. I guy was kind of lukewarm on it. Um I also saw the way way back and this movie does I guess come out comes out later, I think like in a month or so, but it stars uh Sam Rockwell, Steve Carell, and a host of other people. It's uh from it's from um uh, Academy Award winners. Jim Brash and uh Nat Faxon. Uh, who wrote the screenplay for, for The Descendants is their uh, directorial debut, as well as, and they wrote the film as well. It's like a coming of age story. I quite enjoyed it, and I definitely recommend it. I don't know if we're going to talk about it later on when it actually hits theaters, but the way, way back. Uh, I would do
3: an indie way, episode.
1: Way, way good.
4: <laughs> yeah, it looks really good.
1: Yeah. It, it certainly follows the kind of like, hey, it's a coming of age story. Here we go. But I mean, just as Mark was talking about with the sapphires, it, I mean, the execution was well done, so that's what good. matters. And uh, yeah, that's out now, Quickies. Tim, let's get to movie trailer talk. Each week, we discuss some of the newest movie trailers and uh, what we thought of them. We got a couple, couple new movies to talk about. Uh, First one up is Elysium. This is the new film from director Neil Blomkamp, who directed uh, District Nine back in two thousand nine, and this one stars Matt Damon and Jodie Foster. It's set in the future, like what, like twenty one fifty something or other, something like that, something like that. Uh, there's a man-made space station above the Earth, and there's a bunch of poor people on, on on Earth. Matt Damon is one of these poor people who takes on a mission to, I guess, upgrade himself to, to some kind of superhuman capacity and do something to bring equality to the world, it seems like. The trailer's kind of vague. I've only heard brief <laughs> descriptions of it. But with that said, let's start with Jordan. Jordan, what do you think of the trailer? Or Elysium?
4: Um, Matt Damon's probably my favorite uh, leading actor right now. I think he's great, and I... Bloom Camp, even though he, he's only done, like, District 9, but that's one of my favorite movies of the past 10 years. And I, I can't wait. I think the the effects in District 9 were flawless. They look amazing in this film. And I like the fact that it's it's vague. You just get, you know, some general idea of what's going on. And uh, hopefully 2013 will be a great year for uh, sci-fi between uh, this and Pacific Rim and Gravity. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it.
1: Mark?
2: Yeah, I have to uh, support everything you just said. I I really liked District 9 quite a bit, and uh, so I have high expectations for this as well. Um, I like Matt Damon. It's also got Jodie Foster in it, and Mm -hmm. uh, she looks like she's playing – she sort of does this version of a bitch that I think is really good. Like she did it in um, Company Man, I think. Inside Man? I'm sorry, Inside Man. And I, I really liked her in that, and it sort of she's giving that vibe to me in the trailer. I don't know if I'm right, but it, it looks like she's playing kind of a bad person uh, or somebody who's, like, you know, irritable, and I like it when she plays that part because I think she's good at it. So, no, I'm looking forward to it. Ape. Quite honestly,
3: I never even needed to see a trailer for anything about Elysium just to be, like, super excited. I was already super excited for it. Um, I love Neil Lokenkamp? Blokenkamp?
1: Blokenkamp? Camp. Blomkamp? Blom camp. Blomkamp. Camp. Blom.
2: Aaron said the name at the beginning of the description. I was listening carefully. I was like, okay, I need to hear how to pronounce this.
3: Jordan said it too, and I was like, ah, I better remember this. Blomkamp? Blomkamp. 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 <laughs> Blom Two syllables. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited for this. Again, the effects are really good, and uh, I'm not too, or I guess, you know, I'm not sure what the storyline is going to be, but I feel as though it's going to be something along the lines of uh, some of the healing that... Elysium can do for Matt Damon um but still really cool stuff
1: yeah I should also mention that uh Charlto Copley who was the star of District 9 is in this film as well and for hand of course friend of the show William Fickner is also oh the show. awesome yeah. yeah so um
3: I think he's the first friend of the show first friend of the show yeah Brian
1: Fickner um but yeah, Elysium. I I'm just happy that I finally have like images to associate with my excitement for the movie. <laughs> like I was like, I'm banking. I was banking it on already being one of my most anticipated movies of the year. But I just yes. like, I had nothing to base that on. I was just like, what? No, it's a new Neil Blomkamp movie. He did District Nine. And now he's got more to work with. So I'm just excited. I'm, like, yeah, it looks great, just as I assumed it would have been. So here we go. And it's 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 nice that I continue seeing how Neil Blomkamp wants to prove that he would have made an amazing Halo movie because he just keeps showing yeah. me like this between this and District Nine that like his Halo movie which he was gonna do before that kind of fell through would have been amazing from what I can tell. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad. But I'm glad that you know he's coming up with just original ideas instead and just making them work. So I'm really looking forward to this. Elysium opens August 9th, and uh, we'll see in in IMAX as well. By the way. Not I that.
2: have to say that Elysium was always the go-to answer at the beginning of the year when people asked me, what are you anticipating? And it was one of the ones that like where people were talking about. I mean they, there's a lot of movies that are coming out this summer, but Elysium is like the one that I think – I don't know. It just – it seems like that combination of a box office hit but then also kind of artistic at the same time. Certainly,
1: uh, certainly high yeah. on my list as well, Yeah. Um, the next trailer we're going to talk about is The Hunger Games Catching Fire. This is the sequel to The Hunger Games of last year, and it reunites us with the characters of Katniss and Pizza after they have, spoilers, won The Hunger Games in the first movie, and um, the drama that-
3: <laughs> I've never really seen really it. Yeah, I'm, I'm super spoiled. You mean
2: they? she didn't die? <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, the heck? Why did you spoil that?
2: I'm sorry.
1: Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. Just watch the trailer. Yeah. But anyway, this is this is the follow-up based off, of course, the second book in the series of, of the Hunger Game books that there are. <laughs> Smooth. Uh, and uh, geez, a lot of credit here for uh, director Francis Lawrence, writer Simon Boffle, Academy Award winner Simon Beaufoy, and Michael Arndt. So uh, Jennifer Lawrence, also Academy Award winner, and Josh Hutcherson, and everyone else, all return to this new hunger games movie you guys what did you think of the trailer let's start with jordan again
4: um, my favorite parts of the first hunger game was um, like the first act in in the world at, um, before they got to the camp um, and it looks like this takes place entirely like at home and in the city so i'm really looking forward to that have Hopefully, you read the books jordan no okay am, am i wrong
1: well, I mean, I'll just say that the, the trailer for the first Hunger Games didn't have any footage of the Hunger Games either.
4: Yeah, but I've um, – well, yeah, but it's called <laughs> the Hunger Games. So I'm hoping that they don't introduce another sort of game in a, a different arena on Earth. But, I mean, I love the scene between Sutherland and Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's, that's a stroke of genius, right? They're having those two actors um, kind of uh, – um,
1: debating what to do next.
4: Yeah, yeah, and, and, uh, planning a demise of Katniss. It's just a great intro to the film. And I, I tend to like Francis Lawrence, even though he doesn't make the greatest films. I love uh, Constantine a lot. Even though it's, you know, it's flawed. And I Am Legend is half of a, of a good film. And all his films almost, I feel, reach greatness, but on some level, it, it fails. He's not great with CGI, so hopefully there's not yeah. a whole lot in this. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll see it. Okay.
2: Mark? Yeah, I really enjoyed The Hunger Games. Um, I did read the first book. I have not read this one yet, so I don't know what the story is. But uh, the trailer intrigued me. I'm definitely you know interested in seeing the second part. Um, do you, do you know why they didn't have the same director back for this one? Why, why Francis Lawrence is directing it? Um,
1: what's his name? Uh, Gary, uh, Gary Ross.
2: Gary Ross. Gary Ross.
1: Um, I, I think it was a combination of, uh, money for one thing. Um, and he basically got a license to do whatever we want since he made one of the most successful movies of last year and he decided to do something else. Oh,
2: okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. I'm excited.
1: It-
3: uh like Mark, I'm not familiar with The source material I I did read book 1 but I didn't read the rest of the series um what I or what I find really uh, I guess good about this trailer is that they're actually or the movie in itself is they're casting some really good actors uh Philip Seymour Hoffman is there and I was like I'm just willing to see it just for him um because he doesn't really do anything that disappoints me uh so I'm glad that they're kind of taking on a role of Kinda of in line with like more of the Harry Potter series where it's a little bit, it gets darker, it gets more serious, and it gets grittier. Again, I'm not, I don't know, Aaron, you, you probably know what's gonna happen, but um I'm glad that they're doing that because it could just be like pure, you know, preteen fluff that they could make, uh, but, you know, it, it looks like it's worthy of people's attention. And it looks like it's gonna be gripping so that you have this climactic third, uh, third movie.
1: I'm just happy that you said two of Scott Mendelson's favorite words, darker and grittier. Um <laughs>
3: Really? Is that right? I no, they're
1: know. not. No, he'll be spiting you for saying that. Yeah. Um, I, as far as I'm concerned, Hunger Games Part 2, Electro Boogaloo. Um, I believe Mark Hoban and I were big fans of the first Hunger Games. I think we have both like liked it a lot. And um, I'm 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 happy to see the next one. I want, I want to see where it goes. I want to see how it gets depicted on the screen. Um, I like these actors a lot. Philip Seymour Hoffman's obviously a big get for mm-hmm. the series. So, you know, I'm excited for it. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Come uh, November 26th, or this Thanksgiving, come see The Hunger Games in IMAX, apparently, as well. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, going to do it for Trailer Talk, and let's move on, then, to our, our main film review for Oblivion.
0: came down in 1-7. Got it. On my way. Sixty years ago, Earth was attacked. We won the war, but they destroyed half the planet. Everyone's been evacuated. Nothing human remains. Our job is security and drone maintenance. We're the MAPA crew. Two more weeks, Jack, and we can leave and join the others. Doesn't seem right. We won the war. Now we have to leave. This is Mission Control. How y'all doing this morning? Don't take any chances. It's dangerous down there.
1: Okay, so that should have been some of the trail before oblivion. This is the new film starring Tom Cruise from director Joseph Kaczynski, who previously did Tron Legacy. Tom Cruise plays a mechanic in the future, right? That's basically what he does. Basically, Yeah. yeah the Earth has been ravaged by alien wars and the destruction of the moon, which has left it kind of a wasteland. And Tom Cruise is one of only a few humans that are left on the Earth keeping things kind of in order as these drones monitor the progress of sucking all the resources left on Earth to ship over to Titan, the moon of Saturn, where the rest of humanity is currently located since they had to get the hell out of Earth things become way more complicated once a mysterious figure from presumably tom cruise's past as well as a human resistance leader led by played by morgan freeman enter into the frame and the truth may in fact lie elsewhere than what tom cruise has been led to believe i will start with mark mark what did you think of oblivion
2: all right so i hate dismissing films with a glib uh phrase like style over substance. But that really was kind of my reaction to Oblivion in a nutshell. Um, I think the script's heart is in the right place. I like the idea that it, it had sort of an idea to deal with these speculative concepts. And it was more about that than it was about gadgets and shootouts and things like that. So I support that. Um, but and it has an interesting setup. I think there's some promise. And it. I I was interested for maybe half an hour to 45 minutes into it. But then as the um, narrative develops, I just think it just languishes into something that's just so average and ultimately boring. I really didn't find the story very interesting and it, it cobbles lots of themes and ideas from lots of other films. And I still wouldn't even fault the movie for that if, it cobbled the ideas into an interesting story, but it wasn't interesting. It was just just dreary and dull. And I, I really, I, I have to give it to the visuals. They're very classy and it's, it's elegant. And um, the director, Joseph Kaczynski, also did Tron Legacy. And that also, I will admit, did not have a great script. But somehow that movie was so technically dazzling that I was on board and I, I was able to enjoy the film. This time, I I just couldn't. And unfortunately, the the lack of excitement for me was just not enough, and I, I, I can't recommend it.
1: Jordan?
4: It, uh, it really made me want a uh, Thunder the Barbarian big screen adaptation uh which was a cartoon from the 80s Thank and it has a, a, a similar <laughs> no you you welcome. It has a similar premise kind of uh, but no i i was just kind of bored throughout the whole thing um you know Tron legacy was you know okay it wasn't that good but you know from from the beginning of this film there's some heavy-handed narration and the first lines of the film pretty much give away what's going to happen and, you know, I, I, I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it. But after the 10 minutes, I was sitting in my chair and I thought, oof, this is gonna be a long one. It's, it's so clunky. And by the time that Morgan Freeman shows up or the chase, the big old chase scene begins, I, I just, I, I didn't care about the film at all. I just wanted to go home. Uh, it's just so, it's very tedious and, You know, like like Mark said again, like its heart is in the right place, but uh, it just bit off a bit more than it could chew. It it takes elements from pretty much every science fiction film ever made, um, which uh, directors uh, I, I was thinking of Doomsday. Okay a lot throughout the film i know so um someone on the board's mentioned doomsday because i feel like that film like yeah it pulls from all these genres and uh it's like borrowing ideas and or paying homage but it, it makes its own thing like in the end like it's uh you can really see neil marshall's identity as a director and by the end of this film i didn't see any identity it just seemed like someone ripping off everything else uh and I love at the, the, the very end of the film, through the credits, it says, based on an original comic book by Joseph Kaczynski, I thought, original? There's nothing original about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> who, you're, who, who are you kidding here? But I did really enjoy I'm not sure if you three were confused as I was, but when um, they, they say Morgan Freeman's name at one point, and I thought they said Mountain Beach, but his name's Malcolm Beach, and I thought, oh my God, if this guy's name is Mountain Beach, this is going to be the greatest film ever made. Uh, and <laughs> it's I was supposed to be just a normal this, name.
1: This... You were hoping it'd be some kind of landmass.
4: <laughs> I thought, if they really name Morgan Freeman Mountain Beach, I'm going to recommend this movie to every person I know. Um, but they didn't, so I'm not oh. going to recommend it to every person I know. <laughs> But um,
2: if they had, that would have yeah, that would have changed your mind. Even though everyone
1: else is in. Jack, Victor, <laughs> Mountain,
2: <laughs> Sally, Mount he's in charge Ray. of the resistance.
3: He's got to have an awesome name.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is an After and, Earth with Cipher Rage.
4: And I thought the uh, the best part about Tron Legacy <laughs> was the uh, the Daft Punk score. I was really looking forward to the score in this movie, and once again, I was oh. Uh, oh, let no. down by it. No. wait,
2: wait, wait. So really you d- you didn't like the score?
4: To um, Oblivion? No.
2: Yeah. Oh, see, I actually... I, I enjoyed the score. I liked it. Now I'm just saying you're objectively wrong on that. <laughs> but, uh,
4: I, I didn't think it was uh, you know,
3: terrible. I just didn't think it was amazing.
1: Okay. Abe?
3: Uh, I thought that it was an okay film. It wasn't um, like what everyone else has previously said. It basically draws from a lot of sources, and it's not altogether brand new, groundbreaking, or relatively very clever, Um. But I didn't really fault it for that, because the visuals really stunned me. Um, it's fantastic to look at. I mean, there were glimpses of the moon where I was just thinking that I would actually really love to have this poster. Um,
1: I agree with that. Just, That's, like, yeah. Put
3: it like in like a huge, expansive wall. Um, and it's just, you know, the ideas and the concepts and the production design are all very well done, um, if not excellent. Uh, but again, it, it kind of brings in these characters and introduces these elements that you kind of see if you see a lot of films. Um, Especially one part where I was like, I hope that that's, you know, the person down there is somebody that I've seen before. Um, And it's altogether a little little shallow to some degree uh, when you get introduced to Morgan Freeman and, you know, what their uh, active role is and what their duties and uh, how the story is going to play out. But Ultimately, I had an okay time. It was pretty, just, just pretty to look at, but it's not anything that's, uh, you know, brands making new that you're gonna be like, wow, this really blew me away, like District 9. Or like, wow, this is a really clever concept, really well executed. Um I did like the soundtrack, uh, it, it reminded me a lot of, uh, some Hans Zimmer stuff too. it had a lot
1: of Dark Knight in there. Yeah, in
3: especially there. during the, the Chase sequence. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, if it's a if it's a love note to some of those things just to say, hey, thanks for all the stuff that you helped me get through when I was a child, then that's pretty nice. That's pretty neat. But, ultimately, it's just a, it's an average storyline with sub, like, super awesome graphics.
1: It, it very much is that, Abe. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski did write this as a, his his love letter to 70 sci-fi films, and that, that shows here. The movie is derivative. Yeah. I would agree with that, for sure. It's very easy to point out all the movies that it makes, yeah. not just reference to, but basically steals ideas from that didn't affect my opinions of it though i did enjoy this movie just much like abe did i was worried i was going to be the only one defending this movie but i I do think it's quite good i think it despite despite the issues that we've already mentioned i think the the spectacle aspect of it is enough to warrant seeing it in theaters if not imax because it looks fantastic this movie the one of the best things i can say is that beyond like the the obvious cg effects the the amount of stuff in the frame that looks real looks very real, and if if it's a combination of practical and computer generated effects, then good on you for not having me be able to clearly distinguish when that might have been the case. Because I do think this movie looks absolutely fantastic. You have this, and even when it when it's not you know cribbing from other movies, it does have some really cool ideas, like having Tom Cruise's Jack sorry Jack Harper. Uh, not Jack Reacher. Jack Harper is like is <laughs> where he's living. He has this place that's it's basically Cloud City, but it's Cloud this, City. It's yes, this, it's this neat design of like this giant tower that extends above the clouds, where he has this cool looking bubble ship that he parks every day. And he's just, he has like this. It's funny how he has like this blue collar job that he works at. It just happens to be involving like a space, like Jetsons, basically. That's what it is. There you go. And there's my movie callback. Jet awesome Jets. callback. But um, but no, I, I I had I I wasn't bored by this movie, and it was because of what I was seeing on screen i was always fascinated by what i was watching just regardless of how well i was able to figure out where the story was going and i would say there's a couple key moments where i wasn't hit by certain revelations just because i'm like oh that's gonna oh that did happen like that's kind of the reaction i had but at the same time i was still engaged enough because i think a lot of the things work well here i think tom cruise is quite strong in this role i think the other actors are quite even morgan freeman does he's playing the morgan freeman role and he just has He has a voice that always kind of indicates how invested he is in the role, so he doesn't really, I don't think he's giving a bad performance, just gives a Morgan Freeman performance, which is, you know, just generally good.
0: What are you looking for in those books? Do they bring back old memories? He won't get anything from me. My memory's been wiped to protect the security of the mission. Yes. You can't have your precious memory falling into the wrong hands now, can you? You just repair drones. Don't go into the radiation zone. Don't ask too many questions. Not part of the job description.
1: But the other actors, I think, um, Andrea Reisenborough, Risen- I, as, as his, um, his partner slash kind of housemate, housemate, I, I think she's quite strong as this character that I like. I liked her. I think she's quite good at playing a role where she's, she can't she she's obviously has a an entanglement with with Jack Harper that makes her emotional in the in the situation but she's trying to adhere to the very strict rules she's been given about what the operation is that they're trying to conduct and i was also impressed with Olga Kurylenko who i have not been impressed with before so yeah, i was exactly. i was like good job you for finally impressing me in a movie i in centurion Yeah, because she had no tongue and didn't have to talk exactly thank you jordan <laughs>
4: Oh, was that was that her? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> 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 Awkward. When I when I something I did like about the movie, it tells like one story. Like it's not it's not incredibly complicated. It tells right. it tells you one story. It tells it, it it paces it out as it goes along. I would say yes, there is a lot of slack in between plot developments that I could see how one would think it's boring. But I was happy that it wasn't going too far and adding all this ridiculous complexity to it, and then ending with, like, a question of, well, where next now. I think it tells a complete story as opposed to one that needs to be a franchise.
3: On the flip side of that, I feel as though, I mean, it, it doesn't really tell this complex story, but at the same time, it just introduces all these characters that are just very, you know, easily... Put into the plot for you to to move forward.
1: It's uh, also a minimal cast. Like I like that there's only like yeah, four characters true. in this it's movie. Like,
3: yeah, it's and not most like Leo on repeat.
1: Like I mean, the, the flip side is Prometheus. That's the flip side of the movie. I mean, it, it's where you have this expansive story <laughs> that <laughs> I didn't even think that, about that, that has all these complexions added to it, and then it doesn't. And finish, you got to
2: kill so. off these characters like really fast. So I mean, Aaron, would you say that the movie was so stylish that that? caused you to like the film i'm certainly yeah i'm not
1: denying the fact that i think it is a a case of style over substance but i don't think the substance is yeah i'm not i'm not disagreeing that it's not style over substance but i'm not i'm also not saying that it's like 80 20 i think it's a good i think it's a good mix of the substance and the style the style i agree with that
2: too (laughs) And I don't have a problem with style over substance. I mean, Tarsum Sang has made a whole career on films <laughs> yes. like that. Yeah,
1: you know it's what I mean. Sang. And
2: and I and I I actually probably one of the few people that I like everything that Tarsum Sang has directed. But it's this Sang, sang Sing it's whatever. Sang. Yeah. But anyway, it, I this movie I feel like the story was not interesting. I mean, like I struggled to stay awake in this film like my Mm -hmm. body was rejecting this film. like it was telling me go to sleep switch off it's too boring (laughs) and it it i really had a hard time like you know getting involved in it and you know there's like there are these like there is sort of a twist to the film, but the ultimate reveal is just so predictable. It's not even a reveal. I mean, and you probably aren't – you probably don't think it was a reveal either. No, no. It's just no, – no.
3: they,
2: they they toss something out there that, you know, you think one thing and then it's something else and you're like, oh. But, it, it, I mean, I almost kind of almost sort of anticipated that, like, you know. So – but it, it wasn't just that it, – it, it's just there, I will say like I did like the visuals and I really liked those little flying machines the drones, the drones yeah. yeah and it kind of reminded me of HAL in 2001 mm-hmm. and I liked I liked that reference like I I would think of that as an homage than ripping it off but it looked like that and I liked the sound effects like that almost it yeah. almost felt it almost felt like a physical thing sitting there like it didn't feel like CGI to me so I I like that um, but you know, like some of the themes in this film and, and, and the style, I would rather just watch moon with Sam Rockwell, because I think that's a superior like callback.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I do agree I mean, with you
3: on the sound design. I know and I'm it sure really it's,
2: well done. it's an obvious callback and I would rather watch moon and then watch this. And there were other movies. I mean, I was thinking, I know you guys are thinking of this movie too, but WALL-E was kind of like one of those things. Yeah. And then the matrix, I mean, when, uh, what's his name? Um, Morgan Freeman, yeah, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, well, is Lord Fishburne busy? (laughs) It was like he came out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just like, it just, I don't know. I mean, and maybe that was on. That might have been on purpose, but still it just I don't know yeah but I mean and I, I, I and
1: I agree with you I mean I I those are movies well, that I do like more and I would watch them again before I'd watched Oblivion but
2: I'm not but that doesn't mean that doesn't make it a bad film to me like I get, right no and again I, it in, in and of itself it wouldn't, but this movie just was too boring for me I just for it, whatever reason that just as I was watching it i I just couldn't I couldn't get into it it's, it's surprised to me that you like
1: Tron Legacy more than this movie. I think this movie See, is big stepped Tron up. But
2: Tron Legacy is exciting. I mean, it had all those light effects and the and the light cycles, and it but wouldn't just that
3: be style it, over substance.
2: Yeah, no, no, and, and I and I admit that I said I like Tarsem Singh's movies, and all of his movies are style over substance. I mean, Immortals is that's all it is. That's a, hmm. it's a terrible script, <laughs> but I I still liked it. But this I didn't feel like maybe I didn't feel like the visuals were good, but maybe I just didn't feel like they were good enough to support the lack of story it's it just the it was a fraction and the fraction didn't win out this time mm.
1: i you know and i just, it just it hit me the right way because I, I i appreciate it. it was it has kind of an old-fashioned way of telling it st- where it does kind of reveal itself slowly throughout and it doesn't rely on action sequences like there's not much action in this movie which kind of surprised me i figured there'd be a lot more action in. you know,
2: this movie, you know I, think, I, I i'm sorry but i think part of it is that it it did reveal it so slowly and then it would give you these like reveals like it was just it giving you the most amazing reveal ever and it wasn't a it wasn't exciting like i mean i can't i can't go into what the different things that you know but some of it has to do with these different characters that he meets and the the identity of the aliens and all of this and then when you find out these answers it's like that's not interesting. And so then I'm like, I watched this whole thing for this reveal that really isn't very interesting. I just, It wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I mean, and I can agree with I that, mean, yeah.
3: Yeah, t- I mean, just Mark, to, to, I really agree with everything that you've said about the plot line, but it's just, uh, I found that, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a stupid plot line, and it's one that you could really see coming like first 20 minutes into the movie.
1: Yeah.
3: Like, literally. My friend texted no, totally. me what he thought minute. it was
1: before I saw the movie, and he was right.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and it's just, it's, it's and, and he wasn't even watching the movie? He, no, he
1: texted no. me. He's like, I'm getting a certain feeling, and he described what that feeling was. Yeah. And, then, and
3: then he was exactly right when I got out of it. Right. But, I mean, I just – it was enjoyable if you kind of just went with it um, right. and you kind of just let it itself go because, again, we've seen enough movies to cover all these bases right. um, that it, that's pulling from. But visually, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I, th- I do want to bring up the sound design, which is fantastic. There's like part where yeah. you actually don't see the copper yet, and then you just hear from the background. And there's also the part where they're eating dinner, and you just hear, like, the waterfall in their home in the back. It's pretty cool. I, I mean, um, from a technical standpoint, I think the
1: movie is fantastic. and I think yeah, great. And I think it fits that kind of – almost that James Cameron mold where his, where his scripts aren't the best things about his movies, but he has such a good control over the production of it that it it, that it, it, it works as a uni- – it won't. It's not. It won't be surprising to me to see other audiences accept this movie just because of the way yeah. it presents itself as a universally recognizable story, as opposed to one that needs to be completely niche and very specific to an audience that wants to be receptive of a, of a "quote unquote" smarter film.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I want to ask you a question too, which is, uh, you know, there was all that si- awesome sci-fi stuff, uh, but there's also a very like quiet part where he goes to his own little cabin in the woods um did you guys like that aspect of it did you guys think that that was it's it's not flashy but it's kind of just symbolic of something that he's trying to remember and i found that to be pretty neat like kind of affecting
1: i i would agree i guess i think tom cruise is solid and i think it's he's he's good at selling that part
2: Mm. yeah no i i when i wrote my review i even started it off by saying i really think that tom cruise is good at being sincere like he he just emotes sincerity, so I I like him as an actor, and and he was he was a perfect choice for this role. Um, I mean, there's things I liked about the film. It's funny, but I just I really was bored, like yeah. r- like bored in a way that I haven't been in a movie in a long time. So, I mean, I was like I, the last half hour, I, I was almost I almost wanted to walk out. Like I was just looking at my watch, and I was just like, okay, let's just let's wrap this up. Yeah,
4: there. I mean, there, there is so much to like about it, and that's what I find frustrating. Um, but, like yourself, I, I wanted to turn to the people I was with and say, look, this is how it's ending. I guarantee <laughs> it's ending this way. Let's get out of here. Um, you know, I, I, um, appreciate the fact that they took time to, like, build the world, and, which is so rare in films these days. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel that it went on too long. Um, and I feel so much in this film just goes on for just a few minutes too long. Um, I mean, how many scenes do we need of him going down to the planet, coming back up, going down again the next morning, coming back up before the plot finally kicks in? Um, and I, I I was expecting all of the world building, all the, all the setup to pay off, but you could have had just almost half that time and it would have been fine. Um, and, yeah, it, it does follow um, films from from the 70s where it does have room to breathe, but there's something going on. And I feel that like so much of this film, it, it was just empty. And that's where I had a problem with it.
1: Okay, then. Let's get to our rating for Oblivion. Each week and Out Now with Baron and Abe, we try to rate movies based on when we think you should go and see them. And we have a scale for that, which goes from IMAX to theater to dollar theater, Netflix, HBO, TV, or just kind of forget about it. Jordan, on that scale, where would you put Oblivion?
4: It looks great, and it sounds great. So, uh, go see it in theaters. I like a matinee.
1: Mark? Uh,
2: okay, I, guess. I would say TV. Hey,
3: I'd say theaters. Um, again, plot's not all that strong, but visually it's stunning. I, I really wanted to just go back and see it again just for the visuals.
1: <laughs> yeah, I always... I... <laughs> It's hard, it's hard for me to say IMAX just because the movie's not, like, amazing, but, I mean, it looks fantastic. <laughs> like, Is it playing in IMAX? Yes, it's in IMAX. Yeah. I saw it in IMAX. It's, looked, it's amazing.
4: <laughs> and then they do what, um, Quantum of, I mean, not Quantum of, uh, Skyfall
1: did. Where... Yeah, where they opened up the mat. Yeah. Like, it, they, it, it's not shot in IMAX, and it's also in glorious 2D, by the way. And hmm. um, which I, was, oh, I forgot uh, about that. Uh, yeah, it is. glorious two D. Yeah, no, but that's it, the best thing about it. It's, it's
2: like those old movies. It's like in glorious <laughs> black and white. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's yeah, the frames opened up, so it's actually
2: you see more
1: movie in the IMAX than you do yeah, on a regular, which is it's nice.
2: But you know how I would enjoy this movie? Maybe if I saw it on IMAX, turn the sound off and just put on Daft Punk albums and I'll just listen to the music and watch the visuals. <laughs> that's, like, how, that's, that's how I might honest, enjoy you just it.
1: just play this one with the isolated soundtrack on. Right. The well, well, I like yeah. the Tron soundtrack better, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, those are our thoughts on Oblivion. Let's get to our our movie callback.
3: Callback, callback, callback.
1: This is where we discuss a couple films that relate in some... Way to the main feature of the week. I am sure we have plenty, so let's try to keep it down to a couple just because we want to <laughs> conserve our time here. Uh, Abe? Uh,
3: certainly Moon, like what Mark had said, I feel as though Moon is a little bit more solitary and so they can really focus on Sam Rockwell's character. Um, and you're super sad by the time it's done. Uh, Top Gun and
2: the game Halo. Mark? Uh Wally and the Matrix.
3: Jordan?
4: Um... Star Wars, 2001, um, Soylent Green, Wally, yeah, Moon.
1: Okay. I will say Omega Man and Portal. Just narrow Mm -hmm. it down to those two. All right. Let's uh, go to a little box office. Each week week we try to go over the box office results to find out if our previous predictions were anywhere near what we thought they could be. Abe, do you remember what you predicted last week for Oblivion?
3: I don't remember. I think uh, first place, but I, I think I said 35.
1: You said 29.
3: 29. Okay. Uh,
1: Marcus 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 Robinson, not related to Jackie Robinson, put second place <laughs> of 25 million. Is uh, his
3: favorite movie still Beast of the Wild? Beast of the Wild,
1: I believe, is one of his favorite uh-huh. movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I predicted first place of 33 million, but Aaron Fink... Just, he like, he won games last he week, detonated? too. He crushed it. He it, The movie made exactly $38 million in first place this weekend.
3: Dude,
1: Aaron's and, from the future. On the dot. On the dot, he nailed it. That's that's pretty impressive. So he's going to take the win this week with the box
3: office. Must be getting tomorrow's paper like friend of the show, Kyle Chandler, yeah. in early edition. <laughs> Way to make an early edition <laughs> joke, referencing our friend of the show, Kyle Chandler. That was That was incredible.
1: Uh, now I gotta add that to the show notes so people. Don't Boom! Hundredth
3: episode, baby. There you go. Oh
1: like We have not made reference to Kyle, Kyle Chandler in some time. No, we good haven't. Good t- Good time.
3: Not since our Zero Dark Thirty episode.
1: Good. That makes most sense. Good work. All right, let's. uh
3: Oh wait, is it? Is it that? Well,
1: tonight? not. I, well, I mean, it's hard to an episode. Maybe. Maybe something. No. Right? Oh! Oh! Whoa!
3: Whoa! Whoa! Hold but, your horses, Abe. Well, I,
1: like, I mean, I, it might be time. Is it time?
3: Uh is it time for some some games? What? That's right. (laughs) What happened? Did you you get attacked by by a scab? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Exactly. That's what happened. Scab attack. Scab attack. (laughs) Okay, I have a game. It's called Cruise Control. Mm. This is going, I'm going to read you a line of dialogue. It's either going to be from a Tom Cruise movie or from the movie Speed 2 Cruise Control.
4: No, <laughs> well, I know that screenplay by heart, so I know I'm going to win this.
1: So you need to
2: guess which one's which one's going to be.
1: There so we go. So, just...
2: so every question is fifty fifty. Then
1: it well, yeah, but if you can name the movie, I am in fact talking about. It. If it's if it's not Speed Two Cruise Control, then then you get like a bonus point or something. Uh, is that a pat on the back? It's a it's two pats on the back. Oh, and a massage <laughs> from John Travolta. Oh my God. Okay, so here we go. That's the first one. You've never seen me very upset. Tom Cruise. Mm. Speed 2. <laughs> Mission Impossible.
2: <laughs> every, every question, just we can just say the opposite, and then we're lucky. One of us is going to be
1: right. Well, Jordan already nailed it. It's Mission Impossible, so there you go. Mm. Here's the next one. I'm not trying to make history here. Tom Cruise.
4: That's William Defoe in Speed
1: 2. Or Wilhelm Defoe, I'm sorry. Mark, do you have an answer? I'll say Tom Cruise. It is Tom Cruise. It's Jerry Maguire. Woo! Here's the oh. next one. I've been in worse situations than this, and panic does not help. Speed 2. Speed 2. Cruise control. Speed 2 is the correct answer, yes. That, that was Sandy. Yeah. Sandy Bullock said that.
3: Who gets that one? Is that because we said it almost immediately at the same time?
1: I can't you say almost immediately, (laughs)
3: even though one person (laughs) was clearly in front of the
1: other person. (laughs) Abe? Sure. Why not? Here we go. (laughs) You got the point. Here's the next one. Rough Landing. Have to work on that. Speed 2 by Uh, William Dafoe. Tom Cruise. I'm going to go with Jordan. It is Tom Cruise. John Anderton from Minority Report. Jetpack scene.
3: Uh, Jordan, stop steering me off. (laughs) Steering you off like on a boat? Here's the next
1: one. I'll die unless you kill me. Speed Two, Cruise Control, William Defoe. <laughs>
2: Tom, uh, Tom Cruise.
1: It is Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible Three. I'll, I'll die unless you kill me. <sighs> classic. Uh, Hold on, let me get my Speed Two script out. Classic. <laughs> Autograph Speed Two script. Here is the next one. How do you like your vacation so far? Speed
3: Two, William Defoe. Mission Bus or... Yeah,
1: no, Speed 2. It's Speed 2, Cruise Control. Ah! That's, that's in the trailer.
3: <laughs> yes! <laughs> Sandra, that, that, for, was Will- for, that was Willem Dafoe.
1: For everyone that remembers the trailer for Speed 2, Cruise Control, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next one. That son of a bitch cut me off. Speed uh, 2, Sandra Bullock.
3: Top Gun. Tom, Tom Cruise. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise in uh, Days of Thunder.
1: Well, Abe loses points for not trusting himself because <laughs> it was Top Gun. Was it? Yep. Uh... I like how your logic was. Well, it can't be cut off because you're in a <laughs> yeah. plane. So clearly, only cars can cut you off. <laughs> it, it
3: I don't thought that know. Know. was
1: in speed <laughs>
4: too, when she's with the driving instructor and yeah, you were wrong. Down. Jordan,
1: her congratulations. Okay, here we go. no, I'm gonna Same get the script here's out. The next one. I'm not I'm the only one who's seen you alive. Tom Cruise.
4: Tom Cruise.
1: It is Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible. Here's the mm-hmm. next one. You want to see me drive. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Abe, Tom Cruise, Magnolia. Abe, did you, see, <laughs> Abe, did you, see, did you say Speed 2? <laughs> no. You said Speed 2? <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Tom. It's Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder.
3: obvious. <laughs> uh, <boom. laughs>
1: I, I chose these for a reason. <laughs> Here's the next one. I gotta get my girl. Speed 2, Jason speed. Patrick. Wilhelm Defoe. <laughs> <to> <laughs> What did it is you? So you're saying Speed 2. Speed 2. It, you're all right. It's Speed 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the next one. I
2: mean, that line is pretty iconic. But Tom, I, I, I can see Tom Cruise saying, I got to get my girl. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 that
1: last, remember, that? remember when all the girls swooned in theaters to Jason Patrick saying, I got to get my girl in Speed 2? <laughs> I need you to trust me.
4: Tom, Tom Cruise, far and away.
2: Tom Cruise losing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Abe, your answer? Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. Baldly. you're you're all right. Is Tom Cruise? What movie? Cruising.
3: <laughs> Cocktail. Abe. Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i wish it was born on the fourth of july I there, was too, there was too many f-bombs in those quotes so i couldn't choose that movie but the, and that by the way that maybe is tom cruise's best performance as an actor he's fantastic in that people movie. don't really give him credit yeah, underrated it. that movie yeah underrated born the fourth of july is a great movie um oliver stone when he was in his prime um yeah that's okay uh yeah that's so that's the end of cruise control i'm gonna say jordan's the winner based on sheer enthusiasm <laughs> Ooh, yay <laughs> All right, let's move on to Out Now presents What's Out Now. Uh, these are movies that are coming out on Blu-ray and DVD this week. And uh, first up, we have Gangster Squad.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> uh Next up is The Impossible.
3: Oh.
1: oh. Abe, have you finished The Impossible yet?
3: <laughs> I, I still really can't bring myself to watch it because uh, I kind of want to – I need some tissues.
2: It was the feel-good hit of the fall. You Remember good. that,
3: Mark? You had written like, "Oh, it's a, it, you need to bring tissues for this movie." right? Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty so, sad. Like, this, uh, I don't know, man.
1: Was that on your top ten, or did you see it after we did top tens? Um,
2: I think I put it in honorable mentions, but it was not in my top ten. But it, it was definitely one of one of my favorites.
1: Okay. Well, next we have the Central Park Five. This is a documentary that hmm. came out last year. Did anyone see it? Did anyone have a chance to did catch this movie? See it. I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's, uh, I have not seen it. I've been, I've been wanting to see it for quite some time, and based on the, some of the tragic events that happened last week, it, it kind of fitting, actually, to see it. I don't have the description in front of me to really narrow it down, but I don't really want to. I don't want to dwell on these things. So I just want to say Central Park 5 is a movie I've heard is quite good, and I plan on checking it out. Uh, Promised Land. Did anyone see this movie? The Gus Van Sant film with uh, Matt Damon uh, uh, and John no. Krasinski?
3: I did not did, see it.
1: The frack movie? The fracking? With the fracks going on? I heard it was good. That was the subtitle, I think. What the frack's going on?
3: <laughs> that's, that's the movie tagline. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: That comes out. A haunted house. I know Jordan saw this movie five times. <laughs> Hilarious. The uh, the prequel to Scary Movie Five, I believe. The haunted house.
3: What's a bummer is that that movie is like positive, yeah, like money positive because it was cost like two million dollars to make.
1: I don't know if it's a bad thing necessarily.
3: <laughs> I don't no, I'm just saying it's like it's an awful movie though.
1: I base that on nothing, although I have no desire to see it. Well, you should.
4: It has Cedric the Entertainer.
1: <laughs> I love Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> and also, as if you didn't just see this movie at theaters, Jurassic Park 3D came out. This out this week on Blu-ray. So uh, if you didn't catch it in theaters, then you might as well watch it in 2D at home. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> um, so let's move on now. Let's move on to next week's show, the 101st episode, the beginning of the new Out Now Millennium.
3: And no, we're not going to do 101 Dalmatians.
1: But we might play a track from Will Smith's Willennium.
3: Oh, snap.
1: Now we have to do that. Like we have Party to, in the
3: city where the heat is on.
1: That's not from Willennium, but that's on, <laughs> that's on Big Willie style, Abe. That's on Big Willie style. Get your, get your, welcome to Earth, Abe. I'm sorry, I'm
3: sorry, Will. Please, please don't, please don't write us an angry tweet.
1: Don't, yeah, don't tempt them. They're, that family's a national treasure. As I've said.
3: <laughs> yeah, I love that line.
1: <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, let's. Uh, Painting game comes out next week. The new Michael Bay film starring Mark Wahlberg and Dwayne Johnson and a host of others. Um, yeah, that comes out. That what else comes out? I don't think anything else comes out with that. Oh, that matters. Uh, the big wedding, of course, comes out with, with Oh, right. with Robert yeah. De Niro. I'm assuming doing, giving one of his best performances of all time. Uh, so yeah, that happens.
3: <laughs> I would be interested in that movie if Catherine Hagel wasn't in it.
1: Okay. Well, with that said, the big one, yeah, Pain and Gain movie comes out next weekend, wide release, R-rated, action, dark comedy. What do you guys? think?
4: Yeah, it's uh, interesting that they're releasing it next week because don't they usually re- release Oscar contenders towards the end of the year?
1: You never is so a catch on. You know, I have a feeling that yeah. what, the Rock and Harrison Ford will be duking it out for Best Supporting Actor. Well, he's Dwayne something.
3: Johnson now.
1: He's always The Rock to me. He's, <laughs> he was just in, think... he was just in WrestleMania,
3: so there you go. Yeah, that's true. He was. 8 uh, prediction. I'm going to say first place, even though it's R-rated. I think people are going to go see it and sneak into it. Uh, first place with uh, 33. 33 million. Yeah, 33 million. Kind of high.
1: Kind of high. It's a Michael Bay film. You never know. Uh, Jordan, Mark, mm, I'm going to say first with 27.
4: 27? Mark? I'm going to say second with
2: 18? 18?
1: That was completely going to be my guess too. Who's going to be first? I think Oblivion will be first again. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think too. Um, so I'm going to say second place, and I'll, I'll, damn it, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll undercut or I'll, over, no. uh, I'll go twenty. I'll say twenty. <laughs> so there we go. We'll see how that. So goes. you did two million more than me. Yeah. I gave you a window. I could have done eighteen point
3: five. Or or nineteen point two.
1: That that is the other number I was thinking of. <laughs> right. Um All right. So that's
3: Oh man. Is that the close to our
1: That's the close segment? of the reg- that's the close of the regular show. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna get into a uh, what we're doing now with the hundredth episode. We got we got a plan here. But first off I wanna let Mark go, he's gonna take off here. But Mark, where can people find more of your work?
2: Uh so you can find more of my work at my personal blog, fastfilmreviews.wordpress.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Mark underscore Hoban.
1: Great. And, Mark, awesome. uh, thank you for joining us for our 100th episode.
2: Yeah, thanks for being here for the 100th Yeah, thank fun. you for having me. And uh, I hope to be on your 200th episode. Oh,
1: for sure. and
2: uh, and, and, and many more on the way to that episode.
1: Well, Thank you very much. I don't know about that. We'll see, but uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll see. Know. I will be coming
2: commentary
3: for, 101
1: Dalmatians. for another two years. We, we have we have Marcus now, and he's won us better. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, for sure, Mark. It's always a pleasure to have you, and uh, you know, have a have a great rest of the week, and I hope you enjoy Michael Bay's latest opus.
2: Oh, and and since I'm not going to be around to talk about the different episodes, I will mention my very first uh, out now was the discussion of the Tree of Life. Yes. Which was not actually a numbered episode.
1: Correct, but. yeah. But yeah, good, good, good spotting that one. Yeah, that was our, our first interaction, and that was a that was a classy episode, I would say.
2: Yes, I, I I'd like to think I had a lot to do with that. <laughs>
1: as, as always, I assume you're, you're you're wearing your suit and tie right now. So.
2: Voice of a nation. I am, yes.
1: Okay. All right, Mark, uh, take it easy. All right, have a good All right, night. Bye, bye guys. Bye, bye. bye. Um, but yeah, right now what Abe and I have planned, and Jordan's just gonna tag along with us. We're gonna go over all a hundred numbered episodes of the show and uh, give give our two cents on on some of these films that we may not have thought of since talking about them, or maybe maybe we still do, or maybe they.
3: It's gonna be a fun memory ride and just very quick. You know, it'd be fast. Yeah. You know, it'll be it'll out. be
1: even faster in our the episode. Let me tell you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> one sentence or one word. <laughs> fun. Bad. All right. Go. Here we go. Here we,
1: we'll we'll just trade off, okay?
3: Yeah, okay. sure.
1: So we got our first episode, Battle Los Angeles.
3: Oh man, we were recording on Google Voice record, and if you listen to it, you hear this phone call is now being recorded, and uh, it was fun. I mean, like we we're kind of getting our feet wet, but it's it's a terrible movie though.
1: It, it's it's a movie I don't think about ever, but it's a movie.
3: <laughs> that's what I have for that. <laughs> Number two, Sucker Punch. Oh boy, that's oh. That, I don't need yeah. To, I don't... This is this is the worst. I remember explicitly typing to Aaron. Like, fuck this movie uh, when I left.
1: Uh, Sucker Punch, <laughs> I I like that people are giving explanations as to what Sucker Punch was actually about. and that No, it's as, not about anything. As, as, if, as if that's supposed to get me to care that the, if the, about the movie more. Like, oh, this is what it's one not about deep
3: out. at all. <laughs>
1: uh, next up was Source Code. Uh, Source Episode 3, this was our – this is the first episode where we had a name for the show. We didn't have actually have a name for the podcast until Episode 3. So there we there, – there. That's the tidbit I have about Source Code. And I – What?
3: It was one of, like, the, the first shows that we actually uh, enjoyed the movie. Yeah, that helped. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh And moving on, number four, Hannah. Love Hannah. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, tonight. it was a good ride. And I remember that you had brought up the, the point of, like, you know – a single action or a single tracking shot for Eric Bannon in the in the garage scene. I didn't think about that, but now that I think about it, that's amazing. You can catch it on YouTube. And great soundtrack.
1: For sure. Episode five. Scream four. Great. <laughs> terrible. Terrible movie. It
3: was fun. No,
1: it's not. It's a bad movie.
3: It was fun. Was it, first... it was a bad movie, but it's fun. Like, no, it was it, a bad
1: it, movie and it wasn't fun. That's those are the those are the words.
3: No, it was fun. You have all these stupid teenagers like on their iPads just getting killed it's it's fun
1: yeah that doesn't sound fun to me that just sounds yeah. bad which it was that was the first time we disagreed on a movie also and you were driving. i was also driving to jordan's house actually huh? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo-hoo. episode six was water for elephants
1: water for elephants the thing i have noted for this one is this is the first episode that we started incorporating music
3: yeah i think it was like rjd2 um in the intro yep uh, uh, this was before we were still, on a- or we were still just kind of uh, doing our freelance stuff. But this movie wasn't good. I, d- I didn't like it a lot. Uh.
1: I thought it was. It's a Francis Lawrence movie, by the way, Jordan. Um, is it really? Yeah, it is. Wider um And oh. I, I was, I, I was indifferent towards it. I, I enjoyed the book, and I was like, yeah, this is okay. It looks, it looks nice. That's what I expected. Hmm. No, I want to see it. Episode 7 was Fast 5, and the note I have here is, I told you so, because I was talking about this movie was going to be awesome for weeks at a time, and A it was not Yeah, good.
3: I was down on it, because, you know, I liked one, I didn't like two, three was cool, four was bad, and so, like, this franchise, the more that you increase in, in numbers in franchise, the worse that it gets, but...
1: And it turned out was, to be the best of the yeah, damn series.
3: <laughs> absolutely. It had yeah, everyone. Great. yeah. Episode 8. Episode eight is Thor, Thor the Mighty. I think I think this is where we uh, fell in love with Chris Hemsworth's smile, For sure. and uh, yeah, I, I, we both had really positive reviews on Thor because it's kind of tra- tragic at the same time as it is, uh, you know,
1: building into the Avengers movie. I've grown to like it over time. Like I like it more now than when awesome. I first saw it.
3: So. And Tom Hiddleston, like, is he a friend of the show yet? No, not yet.
1: No. Uh, but speaking of people that are not friends of the show, the director of Priest isn't—that's for sure. Priest, that was a movie. Jordan, I believe you love Priest, though, right? Oh, it's better than Thor. <laughs> but that was—it's uh, better than Oblivion. The note—the note—the note on Priest I have is: it's our first time we use Skype on an episode, which made I think
3: it sounded much so cleaner. we sounded
1: better. Yes.
3: yes, we sounded like we weren't talking in soup cans. Yeah. Uh, but this is like when we we had fun with Cam Gigande's name. Well, oh, I always have fun with Cam Gigandet's name. I actually <laughs> fell asleep during Priest oh god mm. oh, you didn't miss anything uh, episode 10 was Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides oh, fuck this movie
1: that's yeah it,
3: about this movie. it was not good at all I
1: can't no I can't fathom the billion dollars that it made
3: I don't, I don't. billion yeah. dollars I was like this is not even like fun and interesting like the other ones like it's just not good
1: Episode eleven was Kung Fu Panda Two, and I believe someone was their first time on this episode.
3: Was it me? It
1: was you. Your first Woo-hoo. our first guest ever, Jordan Grout, was our was on Kung Fu Panda Two.
4: It was fun. It was, I love
3: talking about it. Yeah. I love that I still love it.
1: Oh yeah, I can't
3: Yeah, it's a fun movie.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Good,
3: yeah. Good Episode good, twelve good
1: series. Those
3: yeah, it is a good series. Are they gonna come out with the third one? Yeah. Ah, of, awesome. Origin story. Yeah. Episode twelve was the hangover part two.
1: Which Jordan was also on. That was a doubleheader.
3: And realistically, I think we all said the same thing. We could just watch Hangover Part 1.
1: Yeah, but we also all laughed. (laughs) That said, when I watch Hangover Part 3, I feel like I only have to watch Hangover twice, and I'll probably be ready.
3: I hope that they kind of switch things up a little bit, but they're probably not going
1: to. Well, based on the trailer, they have. <laughs> very very clearly
3: <laughs> well clear, clearly one of them's gonna get kidnapped and then they've got to meet up with all the people including mike epps and just like get him back i guess
1: it's the epic conclusion yeah episode 13 was x-men first class and susan Mula joined us with that episode i wish she'd yeah back more often
3: she should she's uh doing her master's program though <laughs> pish posh but gosh she can jump on a podcast <laughs> for an hour <laughs>
1: Expert first class. First
3: class uh, I think that was like when we first were uh, were like, man, we could really just watch a Magneto story, and that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. Yep. Fassbender killing in
3: that episode. Literally, yep. special episode Tree of Life was right after that. With uh, we were introduced to Jordan as well as Adam Gentry, friend of the show, um, and I think you've known you've known him for a while, right, Aaron? I knew
1: Adam, yeah, because he. He works with the Newport Beach Film Festival, and he's involved with that. And I'm, I'm I am associated; I help cover that kind of thing and stuff. Yeah, see, so yeah, I, I knew him for a little bit, and Mark, as May- well
3: as Mark Hoban, Yes. Yeah. as he mentioned. Yeah. And I wasn't on this one, but uh, you guys had a, a really great discussion. I remember editing it; and I was like, this is like a three-hour raw edit.
1: Yeah, we really like talking about a uh, Tree of Life. That's a that's a fat that's a good podcast episode to listen back to if people want to take the time and search the back channels about now out there. And name. Gotcha. Episode 14, Super 8. This is our first episode of Alan Aguilera, Mr. DVD himself on Twitter. And, uh, yeah.
3: It's an average movie. It, it, two acts strong, and I think we were just like, why did the alien go crazy on, on the humans? Like, isn't he supposed to be a nice guy? That's cat kind
1: of where we came down. Yeah, two acts very right. strong, and then the last act. Alan, though, loved it. I remember that, Alan. I do like remember it.
3: that, yeah. I think it was like one of his top three. And I, I,
1: I think I, I, appreciated the movie more than I liked it. I will say that. And it is a good looking, like it's. A, I like the design of that movie. Lens, yeah. And, all. <laughs>
3: yeah. and Kyle Chandler's in it. Exactly. <laughs> episode fifteen was Green Lantern, and the note on this is Mark and Jordan were on the show. Yeah, and oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: and I Mark. Movie. This is maybe my favorite Mark episode that I can think of offhand, just because he has like this hilarious riff on why Green Lantern's terrible, and it involves the people in Oa. Like, the Guardians and oh, of those giant brains. It, it's, it's a, it's, that's the thing I can remember about that
3: episode. Uh, episode but it was uh, not a very good movie, and we were not impressed with the the, the costume design at all. Nope.
1: Episode 16 was Cars 2. This is our first episode of Leah Ducey, who did not see the movie before we saw this po- yeah. podcast. <laughs> that
3: was literally, like, two minutes before we were going to record. We were like, uh, guys, I haven't seen the movie yet. And Aaron just goes silent for, like, a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: and i'm like it's all good just like intervene whenever you have any questions and we'll go we'll go with it buddy i
1: think i'm also the uh the one defender on cars 2 actually
3: also i thought it was fun and, and entertaining you just it really just didn't fit the storyline of cars one though
1: well i mean i don't care for cars one so i was happy to see cars two Car- cars one well, i i was just perplexed by the world that i was lit in it was like cars i, I agree. Mean, cars two like, cars two was like now I'm interested in this world. There's there's spy car.
3: Who builds these? Car? Like it, it just. How did they? How did they get to like level 19 of a building? Right? I, I was
1: questioning the world of cars with more interest in my in my voice rather than a disinterest. That's what I could say about cars too.
3: Episode 17: Transformers: Dark of the Moon with Jordan and Alan as our guest. One of
1: my favorite episodes.
3: Yeah, this is my favorite.
1: It, yeah it favorite episode. It was fun. This was yeah. a fun
3: episode. I could listen hey, to Hey, what me. what kind of car does uh, Alan drive? A Prius. How does it sound?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was awesome
1: episode 18 harry potter and the deathly hallows part two that was our first episode of scott mendelson who's since become but uh, quite a quite a quite the staple of the show
3: yeah and he also writes at forbes now so check him out there yeah. uh but harry tar- harry potter and deathly hallows part two i think that we were uh i think we were kind of sad that it came to an end it was kind of like an iconic movie that a lot of people have grown up with but um it was it was a strong end.
1: I, I was okay. I didn't really care. I was like, oh, it's over.
3: <laughs> That's, I didn't, read, I didn't <laughs> read the book, so there you go. Uh, episode nineteen:
1: Captain America and San Diego Comic Con. This is our episode of Brian White. This is also the first episode that we did for as part of the LOD podcast network. Our first iTunes episode officially, mm-hmm. and with Wise so Blues Brian White. And Cave uh, K- hey, and I really like Captain America. Yes, yeah. he's so damn earnest. Meanwhile, Bri- I know, Brian, yeah. Brian didn't like Captain America, unfortunately. It was, uh,
3: Good good effects. And also, uh, what's his face? Uh, Who's the doctor? Who plays the doctor? The Tooch. The Tooch. The Tooch. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Episode 20 was Cowboys and Aliens and Attack the Block with uh, Alan Aguilera. Obviously, one of these was way better than the other. Yes,
1: and that wasn't Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, my God. That movie is a movie I don't want to talk about anymore. I just want to talk about how good Attack the Block is, and you should go see it.
3: You should see it if you haven't seen it because it is amazing. Great soundtrack. And great soundtrack. I, I, I
1: constantly write with that soundtrack in the background.
3: Yeah, just playing, like, the ends, yeah.
1: Episode 21, Rise of the Planet of the Apes with Alan Aguilera.
3: This was crazy because I didn't think this was going to be a good movie, and I, like, ate my words and because I, this was really fun.
1: I was on board and from the
3: get-go, and I was happy to be
1: yeah. proven right.
3: Because <laughs> I, remember, I remember saying, like, oh, James Franco, what, like, what's he going to do? And I was like, wow, this is an awesome storyline, great graphics. Um, who's uh, did Who did the uh, – was it Weta that did it or yeah, Weta. not Weta? Digital. They did do it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah with Andy, and Andy Circus, Circus, and was yeah. fantastic. We were talking about Andy Circus really needs more attention on the award circuit for uh, his acting abilities in these.
1: Episode twenty-two was thirty minutes or less with Leah and Susan. That yeah, I, I just don't remember that movie. So
3: yeah, <laughs> it, I think we were kind of we were more hoping that it was going to be something along the lines of Zombieland, but I, it, I was
1: it, hoping it'd be more on the lines it. of Good. That's what I was kind of. Yeah,
3: I, mean, I thought it was. I thought it was going to be funny, but you've seen all the funny parts in the trailers. Uh, episode twenty three was Fright Night with Mark Hobin.
1: Yeah, I really like Fright Night quite a bit.
3: I yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, Mark didn't like Fright Night. I really yeah, he didn't. This.
3: And it was a uh, it was a uh, Colin uh, Farrell like he actually did a pretty decent job in the movie. He did a, so, this is a
1: better remake with him than the other movie that we'll talk about later on.
3: Hmm.
1: Episode twenty four, one of Abe's favorites, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Um, Adam Gentry joined us for this episode, and he did not see the movie, but he's just like, I'll hang out with you. Like we really, we literally had no guest, and so we're just like, I'll just. Add, and I, I think I just saw Adam was on Skype, and I was like, Hey, you want to just like hang out with us for an hour and talk about Don't Be Afraid of the Dark? But yeah, <laughs> <I don't see. laughs>
3: this was one of the worst movies I had ever seen that year, probably still of all time that I've ever seen. That's terrible. Oh. I was slumping in my chair; it was just so bad. Like I was really expecting a lot more from Guillermo del presents. There's that presents again. Yeah, <laughs> There's I that presents again. It's that dreadful presents. Uh, uh, episode 25 was Apollo 18 with Susan.
1: Which you guys were like way more warm to, even though you didn't like it necessarily, but you were more warm to it than I was. This was the worst. This, was, this movie was terrible for me. I
3: didn't think it was great at all, but I, I, I don't really remember what I thought originally, but it's not a very good movie. At I, all.
1: I was the one that was like really coming down hard on it
3: that week, especially oh, after okay. Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. I'm like, oh my god, this is even worse. Two in, in a <laughs> bad.
1: Uh, next up, we have episode 26, Contagion, from Steven Soderbergh, and this had Mark and Adam on it, the first Soderbergh movie we did within, like, the, the next, like, three months or whatever, because Haywire comes out later on.
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah. We had done uh, Contagion with uh, But Contagion itself was... It was an interesting concept. I know that we were debating a lot about what the film represented. Um, this is also one of the answers that I was thinking about during Mark's question to me uh, in Know Everybody, um, in terms of, like, the Matt Damon and his family character.
1: Episode 27 was Drive. Uh, we, we love Drive. Kyle Stroud was on that episode
3: as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of the top three of like 2011. Yeah, um, 28 was Moneyball with Leah and Matt Dunbar. Who hasn't been on in a while? Hey, Matt, what's going on? We should on? get him back on here. Yeah, we should. Yeah, but Moneyball, good but movie. Moneyball was a good, yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, I, I was hoping Brad Pitt was going to win Best Actor for Moneyball.
1: Let's see, episode 29 was 50-50 with Alan Aguilera. Good movie.
3: Good movie. There. It was it a good made. movie. Somber. Yeah.
1: <laughs> episode 30...
3: Real Steel and the Ides of March with Mark. Yeah. that's a, That's. I didn't see Ides of March. Did you guys?
1: Uh, eh? I, Ides of March. If, oh. I, uh, Ryan Gosling was, like, surprisingly the worst part of that movie. <laughs> but oh, given that awesome. every other actor is an actor I like more than Ryan Gosling, you had George Clooney, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jeffrey, like, you had all these great actors in there. That said, movie, okay. I don't think yeah. about it. Real Steel also, okay.
3: It was okay. But better family or better uh, father-son relationship than I thought was going to be there. I agree, and really good cinematography, actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That was the thing that we were admired about that movie.
3: Yeah, episode thirty-one, the thing with Jordan and Allen. Oh boy, great movie! <laughs> 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 what's well,
1: well, annoying is you guys were like all like, eh. and I was, I, I hated this movie. I was this movie was terrible to me. It was just awful. And we did, we did our first commentary too for this because we did the for the thing the with John, the John Carpenter thing. Yeah, that was, was fun. Fun. yeah. That, was that was a lot of fun. that
3: was fun. That was fun. Yeah, way
1: more fun than the thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, episode 32 was paranormal activity 3 with james plunkett and mark
1: yeah paranormal activity 3 i think we the, me you and james uh we all appreciated the, kind of the some of the ingenuity exactly. involved in that movie like the fan the oscillating fan
3: and also like the the concept that it wasn't so much like oh found footage like crazy all the time is like there's actually a somewhat of a movie feel to it um and some of the scares were really good yeah i would agree yeah
1: Next up, episode 33, a, th- a triple header.
3: In Time,
1: The Rum Diary, and Puss in Boots. I would probably say Puss in Boots was the best of those movies. Adam was on with that episode. Uh,
3: I think that we were expecting a lot from In Time because Andrew we Nickel. Are, are fans of Andrew Nickel, who did Gattaca. Yeah. Um, and the host. And- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <And> the host. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was later, but this was just – it was a – bad movie, and I didn't see Rum to and I didn't see Puss in Boots. Puss, Puss in Boots was, was way better than I would have ever
1: anticipated. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Episode 34 was A Very Harold and Kumar, 3D Christmas, and Tower Heist with Scott and Matt Dunbar. Mm, a winner Ooh. of a week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although Scott will praise Tower Heist to no end.
3: Um. I, I think that's like <laughs> when I found out that you seriously hated Brett Radner. <laughs>
1: I I I dislike the man, his, his movies I don't mind, especially his R-rated <laughs> movies. Uh, episode thirty-five, Immortals, I have it all in caps with uh, Gerard Reve from Why So Blue. Uh, that was that's a, that's a that's a pretty looking movie.
3: Yeah, it's pretty, but yeah, it's not it's a whole not, lot. Of stuff. Not good, except for like you know some nut crunching scenes where everyone's like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> thirty-six. The Muppets and Hugo.
1: This is like this is like the best combination of movies there could be.
3: Yeah. Like, this is fantastic. I mean, like I, you love the Muppets, and uh, I found Hugo to be incredible with its 3D production. Um, it was amazing. As did I? Yeah. Oh my god. Just fantastic
1: movies. <laughs> yeah. Episode thirty-seven. The Descendants and awards season talk with Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson, friend of the show. Need to get him back on That's when so.
3: he was doing uh, a – what
1: was the – he was, he, was he was still on the awards contenders.
3: Yeah.com. Yeah, .com. Yeah, that was his own proprietary website, and then he uh, went over to the awards circuit. Yeah. Um, Descendants, somber movie. Great, though. It, was, it was made me feel a lot. And the awards season talk, don't remember too much about it, but I don't know if we did our Oscar predictions then, did we? We didn't do
1: them then. No, we just talked about more of what could happen. Yeah, and I'd like to think that all of our thoughts were exactly correct.
3: <laughs> and episode thirty-eight was the artist with uh, Alan, Adam, and Mark.
1: Oh, that I I like the artist a lot.
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to just leave it with oh. Uh, I saw it a little bit later in the in the time frame, but yeah, it's uh, it's a really good movie.
1: Let's the episode thirty? Oh, finally another Jordan episode. You can put some input here.
3: Mission, <laughs> Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol and
1: Sherlock Holmes: oh, yeah. A Game of Shadows with Scott Mendelssohn and Jordan Grout. I enjoyed both those movies. I do too. Ghost ah, Protocol I saw three times in IMAX because it's just so big. It's so cool. Ghost
3: Protocol? Like it's on Netflix streaming. I just caught it like I was like, Oh yeah, I'll just check it out. It's an engrossing movie right from the get go. It is,
1: yeah. It's just I mean, besides the IMAX, which makes it amazing that British virtually scene, the just the, the film in general is just such a well constructed action movie.
3: And, uh, Game of Shadows, I think we were all kinda disappointed with the ending of that.
1: I um, wasn't, I really liked Game of Shadows. Yeah, no,
3: I, I, I like it. Do you actually like, like, the end end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, I would have liked it if it was ambiguous, uh, more ambiguous, I should say. Uh, episode 40 was Warhorse. Warhorse. Mock and <laughs> mock. I guess Marky Mark was on the show. You
1: can't have that Warhorse, you see, someone else owns it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think that we were, uh, we were a little bit, all over the place on Warhorse, but we'd, uh, Mark we... And I, that...
1: Mark Hoban and I really like Warhorse. You and Johnson were like, it's cheesy.
3: <laughs> yeah, and uh, Tom Nettleson's uh, and Benedict...
1: Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch.
3: Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think that their uh, vignette was one of the strongest ones.
1: Episode 41 was Haywire. This was with Jordan and Mr. Jim Dietz from the other... Jim Deeds,
3: the voice himself. Exactly. And yeah. Haywire.
1: I forgot I was on this one. I did too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks. But
1: um, yeah, I still like Haywire. I do too. I watched it. That's yeah, a fun I, I watched movie. It. I watched it when the last Soderbergh movie came out. Yeah, that's when I watched it. Yeah.
3: Two things come to mind when we think of Haywire. It's like Channing Tatum is actually kind of a kind of giving a serious performance. And we started seeing more of Michael Fassbender, which I think everybody, like the world, wanted to see more you, of. You started. I've been seeing Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Well, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, calm But...
3: You saw him in, in Hunger. Or, I saw him or, in or...
1: Hunger. I saw him in Shame. I saw I mean, X Men oh, and uh, and the uh, the Centurion. He's been. I've just been seeing. Yeah. But I've, I've been watching Mark Fassbender, Michael Fassbender. He's just a good actor and his famous. Yeah. Uh, next we have The Gray, and this, oh. this is with Adam Gentry, who I believe also did not see this movie. Once again, we had a running theme. Apparently, of getting Adam on movies <laughs> he
3: did not see at the time. The Gray. fantastic. This was a January movie. Yeah, exactly. Great, fantastic movie. January movie, which I didn't think there was going to be much to it. Totally blew me away. I
1: think I like tried to prep you too. It's like I think I said something like it's not what you think, and then you you you, yeah. and you like texted me after. You're like, wow. <laughs> so, like...
3: Yeah, know, like there was really just I, I immediately texted a lot of my friends. I was like, you have to see this movie. I don't think anyone ever did, but uh, it is uh, dark and contemplative. And uh, you know, uh, Roger Ebert, who is now departed, but he wrote a fantastic thing in his review for this, which was a uh, like you you really just. Stop everything and watch it again or something like that. I, I can't remember the exact line. I'll, I'll have to link you to the article he wrote, but it was well done. Okay. Episode uh, Episode yeah.
1: 43, we had uh, we had Chronicle, and this is with uh, Jordan from Jersey, not Jordan Grout, and Alan. <laughs> and this is, uh, this is a superhero found footage movie.
3: Contentious review. I think you guys really loved it, and I was like, it's, it's okay. I,
1: I really liked it, yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, episode 44, Safe House, with Gerard Derube.
1: Uh, all I remember is that uh, Kanye West um, song goes with Safe House. <laughs> so- the, J- the Jay-Z Kanye West song goes with Safe yeah. House. That's what I remember about Safe House.
3: I just remember a brutal uh, a brutal fight scene with uh, Shards of Glass. And I, I think that the guy that Ryan, Goss, Ryan, Goss, Ryan Reynolds fights is going to be the new Robocop. Yeah, he's
1: Robocop. He's in The Killing on AMC right now. That's about it. Okay. That's, that's all I need to say about Safe House. That's <laughs> the Kanye West and Jay-Z song. Episode 45 was Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, another Jordan Allen classic. I love this movie.
3: <laughs> Best time of my life when it was in theaters. It, I have forgotten about this movie, um, and I just remember that uh, Idris Elba is in it. That's true. Doing awesome 3D, like, stop slow motion shotgun actions.
1: Episode 46.
3: Wonder and Oscar predictions with Mark and Mark again. Wanderlust, a movie I
1: prob- I don't remember well enough to really recall, except that Paul Re- Paul Rudd was uh,
3: he's funny probably.
1: Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> he's never, he's never not funny. And also predictions, I think that uh, this is where we actually went over uh, each of the categories. Yeah,
1: and uh, Mark Johnson won. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Episode forty seven, The Lorax and The Secret World of Arietti with Liz Manderschill from Just Seen It and Leah Ducey.
3: And, again, I think one of these is better than the other. Yeah, well, uh,
1: if, if by that you mean the Lorax is terrible and the secret world of Arrietty, it was a solid movie worth checking out. Then, yeah, yes, that's that's what I'd say. Amazing. Yeah.
3: Episode 48, John Carter with Scott and Jordan.
1: Love this movie.
3: Yeah. I, I don't know why people gave it a really bad rap, but it's a fun movie. It's engrossing.
1: It's easier to pile on than to actually take the time and consider what you saw.
0: Hmm.
1: Episode 49, 21 Jump Street and Casa de Mi Padre with Gerard. Just, that's a that's a funny string of comedies, but 20, 21 <laughs> Jump Street, hilarious. Casa de Mi Padre, so,
3: somewhat underrated, not great, but
1: it has moments of brilliance.
3: Yeah, and, uh, if you're watching it for, like, storyline, it's not there. But if you're watching it for, like, actual acting, um, Gil Garcia Bernal and, Diego uh, Luna, Diego Luna, fantastic in that movie. <laughs> like, hands down, fantastic. They are seriously acting like it's a serious, like dramatic. They movie know
1: games. how to play it. They play it just the right way.
3: Exactly, and they yeah, they play off each other very well. Twenty Jump Street, one of the funniest movies I'd seen that year. Um, it was fantastic. It was, it was a laugh riot. Episode fifty, The Hunger Games with Liz and Jordan.
1: Our fiftieth episode, The Hunger
3: Games. Woo! Wow,
1: I like The Hunger Games a lot. I know you guys were all like glue- I on it. I was not. I, I, I like The Hunger Games. It was good. Yeah, I, was I liked like the first I half. Was good. Mm. Speaking of good episode fifty one, Wrath of the Titans with Laramie Legal from Film.com. Um, that's a that's a movie.
3: Yeah, great movie. I don't remember much about it. It was
1: good to talk with Laramie.
3: <laughs> I think that uh, there were some cool visuals in the in the end fight scene, but oh, yeah. I,
1: I, there was a scene where like where um, Ray Fiennes and Liam Neeson were like badassing it as like Hades and Oh, true. Was, and I was like, oh, I wish that was all the movie. <laughs>
3: Episode 52, The Raid Redemption and American Reunion with Alan.
1: Uh, yeah, we, we don't need to talk about American Reunion besides the fact that The Raid that, is raid, awesome. Because The Raid is amazing. The raid's one of the best action yeah. movies of the past 10 years. It's just
3: fantastic. Yeah. Just go see it.
1: Go see that. And, and it be, be
3: fringing. Yeah.
1: Episode 53, Cabin in the Woods and Space Jail. I mean, Lockout with Scott. No, no. With Scott just It's jail. just Space Jail with Scott yeah. the Cabin in the Woods. I mean, one of their, all of our favorite, one of our favorite,
3: blew me year. away,
1: fantastic super movie, fun. Space Jail, super fun, not one of the super best fun. movies of last year, but super fun. <laughs>
3: Episode four: The Raven and Pirates Band of Misfits with, uh, with one time, maybe another time, Matt Goodman.
1: Yeah, the Raven forgettable, the Pirates endearing.
3: <laughs> Lots <laughs> of sight gags in the background. If you pay attention to it, it's it's fun.
1: Okay, episode fifty-five, our controversial Avengers episode. I say controversial because after we did this episode, everyone else that's been on the podcast apparently wanted to be on the Avengers
3: podcast. <laughs> so, it's been a running joke if you haven't been noticing. Yeah,
1: but uh, we had we had our my friends from Why So Blue, Brian White, and Sean Ferguson, along with Mark Hoban, and we all talked about the Avengers. I, there's not much else that needs to be said about the Avengers. It happened.
3: Billion-dollar movie.
1: Billion and a half.
3: Yeah. Episode fifty six: Dark Shadows with Adam Gentry and Aaron's mom.
1: Yeah, my mom filled that was a, that was a Mother's Day episode, and my mom filled in um, for a a bit a big guest part on that one. But yeah, Dark Shadows, Tim Burton effort. Adam liked it. I was like, eh.
3: yeah, I totally uneven. Yeah, it's okay.
1: Episode fifty seven.
3: Nope, okay, it was it was not very good.
1: Episode fifty seven: Battleship with Jordan and Alan. Not the, oh not, not the Transformers 3 <laughs> that we were hoping. Yeah. Or like the Transformers 2 that we didn't want.
3: Jordan? I hate this movie. Boom. Coming from Jordan, who loves everything, especially Mac and me. And brief. <laughs> and brief. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Episode
3: 58, Men in Black 3 with Maxwell, Jose, and Mark. One of the
1: biggest surprises of last year.
3: Absolutely agree. Yeah, Sentimental.
1: Best of the series, I would argue. Episode 59, uh, episode 59, Snow White and the Huntsman, and Piranha 3DD, two of the worst movies of last year. <laughs> Piranha 3DD, the worst movie of last year. Laramie came on again, and joining us, discussing another terrible set of movies.
3: Which we felt bad about. Yeah,
1: so we needed to get him on for like a fantastic movie later on. Also, Jordan and Leia filled in their two cents about Piranha 3 double It's a great uh,
3: movie. It, yeah. <laughs> Episode sixty Prometheus with Scott Adam and Jordan.
1: We are all over on this one, Adam and I, and Jordan. You like Prometheus too, right? Yeah, very much. Yeah, we all like Prometheus quite a bit. You, Scott, was not Scott appreciated the visuals, but did not like it. Abi, I think you were kind of the same way.
3: Yeah, character development was just awful, but like visually, yeah, I mean, really, Scott making like a space movie. This is awesome.
1: Episode sixty one Moonrise Kingdom with Leia and Liz. Uh- just I mean, what is the, it's a sweet movie. what's there to be said? Like, it's a good
3: movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. a fun soundtrack too, for sure. With the uh, like, I think this is the introduction of Alexander Despla. Um, not, not quite, but all right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we started saying Despla more often as the year went on. Uh, episode sixty-two: Brave and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter with Mark Maxwell and Marcus.
1: That that there's a those are two movies: Brave and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter.
3: Yeah, what a weird double feature.
1: The one everyone was waiting for.
3: Yeah, contentious on uh, Brave. I think uh, I think you and I agreed that it's a it's a strong mother daughter movie that you don't see a lot of. So that was really appreciated.
1: Yeah, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter not as fun as I wanted it to be. Agreed for a movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Episode sixty three. Ted and Magic Bike with Jordan and Jose. Ted, I love Ted. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny. I don't care what. Ted, very say. funny. I, I, yeah. I hate the idea that I have to defend Ted, the biggest comedy of last year, but I do.
3: Was that a is that a billion dollars?
1: No, but it was but it was a half a billion dollars, which is not th- yeah. not a thing you can say for a lot of R rated comedies about teddy yeah. bears. But I, I think Ted's hilarious, and I've watched it many times since.
3: And Magic Mike, Magic Mike. dude, Ted Teddy, he can dance.
1: Very good, Magic Mike, yeah. good movie. One of Marcus's top of the year. It <laughs> was. It was on his top ten list.
3: Episode 64, The Amazing Spider-Man with Jordan and Jordan.
1: Both Jordans. I believe Jordan... Oh, I hate this movie. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was, that was the one. Uh, I, <laughs> I liked it.
3: I didn't like this movie that much either. I liked it. And I love Mac and me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> episode 65, Marcus's favorite movie, Beast of the Southern Wild, but he wasn't on for the episode to talk about his love for it. But we, had, we did have Mark Hoban on, and we had just talked about how interesting and unique it was.
3: Yeah, we had a great discussion. I, I, it's probably one of my favorite discussions uh, that we've had. Episode sixty six: The Dark Knight Rises. I think everyone had been waiting for this. We had Adam, Mark, and on the spoiler episode, which was a second segment, uh, we had Scott, Jordan, Alan, and Adam. It was a huge movie. We, we
1: did. We did four and a half hours worth of podcasts on this episode because we had a t- we had a we had like a first episode, then we had a whole different episode to, intu- to discuss it entirely in terms of spoilers and just yeah. So we went. We went in deep on Dark Knight Rises. Episode 67, Step Up Revolution with Christian Spicer.
3: First time on the show, yeah.
1: First time on the show, yeah. Comedian Christian Spicer, who we'll be happy to have on more often. Um, (laughs) That's not a good movie. It's not at all. That's a fun episode. (laughs) That's not a good movie.
3: (laughs) Episode 68, Total Recall with Jordan and Alan. Oh, God.
1: This wasn't good at all.
3: That was not good at all.
1: Jordan, Total Recall. (laughs) I, I hadn't seen it when we did the podcast.
4: No, you hadn't seen the original, right? No, the um the remake. And Aaron said just to come
1: on anyway and hang out. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, and it was fun. Episode 69, The Born Legacy. Where are my chems with Maxwell and Jose? Where are the chems? Yeah, that...
3: That's probably the most entertaining thing we said on the podcast. Yeah. Where are the chems with Jose? Yeah, not a good movie. Episode seventy, Paranorman, with Liz and Sean of Just Seen It. Love
1: it, Paranorman, done.
3: Yep, yeah, it was it went where other movies don't go for children, and I loved it and appreciated it for that.
1: Uh, first time Sean was on the show, so Sean, yep. Sean and Liz both on Just Seen It, the uh, film review show that is on PBS nationally
3: with Aaron Newerth
1: so occasionally. Episode seven, I'll be on in a couple weeks. Episode seventy-one, Lawless, with Alan and Mark Johnson, starring The Beef. Uh, Tom Hardy, good. Yeah. Tom, Tom Hardy, good. Rest of the movie, decent.
3: Uh, everything was okay until it was Shia LaBeouf's story, <laughs> and then it was like, "This is I'm not going to stay here to watch this." Uh, also, Jason uh, Jason Clark was in this movie that people don't really recognize him for, but he was uh, he was okay. Episode seventy two, the wreck trilogy and VHS with Gerard, so it was kind of like a horror mashup I did a, horror, weekend. I did a horror episode yeah. and
1: the other Wreck, yeah. the wreck films
3: the first, like literally all three of yeah,
1: them, all three of them.
3: <laughs> not just one the, fir- the
1: first two Wreck films, the Spanish found footage movies those two movies are fantastic and very scary I
3: thought they were average
1: fantastic and very scary <laughs> v- VHS, there's a couple good segments in there
3: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a waste, um, you don't really need to see VHS you
1: watched it twice
3: I watched it twice because I was like, oh, some of this stuff is really horrific and then I saw it again I was like this is all really dumb.
1: Anyway, the first two wrecks fantastic. Episode seventy three, the Master with Mark
3: and Mark. Mm, we're I, I was expecting much more from the Master, but still, it was really fine job by a uh, uh,
1: Paul Thomas. Watching Phoenix. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. It, it led, it led all three of those, uh, Amy Adams and Philip Seymour Hoffman, all, all Oscar-nominated for that movie, and I think deservedly so, regardless of my thoughts on the movie, which were kind of mixed, even though I did yeah, think it's mixed. worth seeing for sure. Good discussion, though. That's a good episode.
3: Yeah, Episode 74, Dread 3D with Jose and Christian. Good movie. Very good movie. You should see this. Yeah.
1: yeah sad that it bombed in the theaters, but glad that it's doing well on Blu-ray. I mean, it's, oh, it's worth July. checking out for sure. Episode 75, Looper with Laramie Legal and Jordan from Jersey. Loop, I mean, Looper is one of my, Dude, one of my yeah.
3: Looper. Ryan Johnson is like one of the, he, he's like an auxiliary member of the show. I mean, we just love all the all stuff he's done. Brick. Um, Brother's Loom. Brother's Broom. Yeah, it's you know, good movie. Uh, 76, Frankenweenie and, and Taken 2 with Maxwell and the Vern. He was a special uh, guest because he had contributed to Friend of the Show Liz's movie Bread and Butter.
1: Yeah, and Taken Two, we did Jordan and I talked about Taken Two. Taken two. It was great movie. Yeah. That, <laughs> that tag at the end of that episode is more entertaining than all of Taken Two. It's just <laughs> Episode seventy seven, Argo with Mark and Alan. Argo, good movie. Abe likes it. A good lot.
3: movie. It was uh, yeah, it was one of the I think after things we were like, this is my favorite film of the year. Uh, episode seventy eight, Sinister and Paranormal Activity four with Maxwell and Allen. Uh,
1: sinister. Uh, it was good, uh, good atmosphere at Sinister Paranormal Activity four. True. I want. Uh, I wanted. Don't even bother. I wanted more from it, but I still with the series. I want to see where it goes.
3: <laughs> considering where, considering that it was the same director, same team that brought you Paranormal Activity three, I was like, it, was, this a, is it like, was a
1: step back for sure.
3: Yeah, super let down.
1: Episode seventy nine, Cloud Atlas, with Alex Billington for first showing and Adam Gentry. That that's a good conversation. We talked a lot. About that's Cloud a long Atlas.
3: conversation. Yeah,
1: for a movie that I liked a lot. I was okay with it. I'm excited to see it again. It comes out. I
3: was more I was more excited about uh, the not the Wachowski trio or duo directing, but the other guys directing more so than theirs.
1: Tom Tom Chickford.
3: Yes. Yeah. Episode
1: eighty, Wreck It Wreck It Ralph, with Alan and Stephen Gibler. <laughs>
3: Sentimental. It was good.
1: Good animated movie.
3: Yeah. Episode 81, Skyfall with Brandon and Scott.
1: Yeah, Brandon Peters is first time on the show. Who? Not his first time on the show, his first time on the official show. We've been doing... An enough, official show. Scott, Brandon, and I, and Abe, occasionally, we've been doing commentaries for various Bond movies throughout uh, for the past like few weeks leading up to Skyfall. And so, yeah, it was good to get him on the show and actually you know, talk about a new Bond, a new film in general. And, yeah, but we, we quite enjoyed Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Episode 82, Lincoln, with Alan, Mark Hoban, and Adam. Good movie, This is
3: funny, because I wasn't on this episode, even though the name is after me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I did catch it later.
1: And liked it, a lot.
3: Uh, very much so, yeah, very much so. Like, no doubt about it. I think that, uh, strong performances. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I was like, dude, just give this guy the Academy Award right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> episode 83, Killing Them Softly, with Scott Mendelson and Laramie
3: Legal. Much better than CinemaScore F that I got. Yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah, very moody. And uh, Scoop McNary, you're going to see him probably in more things.
1: I mean, Abe can remember his name, so there you go.
3: (laughs) Episode 84, Anna Karenina and the Collection with Mark H., Jimmy O and Jason Coleman.
1: Yeah, Mark Hoban talked with us about Anna Karenina, which he loved, and we both were just dismissive it, of. It
3: looks, yeah, it looks pleasing for 45 minutes, and then it gets really long.
1: And then, yeah, I talked with Jimmy O from Joe Blow and Jason Coleman about the collection, the horror movie, and that's just a fun little addition to that one. Episode 85, The Hobbit, and Unexpected Journey, with Alex Billington, Mark Hoban, and Adam Gentry.
3: I think we were all over the place on this one, too, yeah? Well,
1: I'm the, I was the one talking the, the, the least on it, even though Because you
3: hated the glowing, mowing, Glowin', chewing... Mowin', Choin'. Thorin'
1: Oakenshield?
3: Yeah, him. Yeah, him.
1: Meanwhile, you guys are all, like, blowing the movie, so I don't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Episode 86 Jack Reacher, and This Is 40 with Mark Johnson and Kevin Taft.
1: Kevin Taft, who's also on Just Seen It quite occasionally. Um, first time on the show. Good, good. i got to have him back at some point. Uh, <laughs> jack reacher which abe eventually ended up seeing
3: tough opening tough but opening it's a, yeah fun fun movie this is 40 it has its moments
1: Boring. has its moments but it's yeah it's, it's just kind of hey too long it is too long and it's hey look at these rich white people that's the movie <laughs> um, this isn't a numbered episode but i just wanted to bring it up anyway bonus episode django unchained
3: that's crazy. That it was an episode, or not an episode number though.
1: Well, it was during our our uh, winter season. It was during like yeah, during the winter season when crazy. we when we just don't have time to do full episodes, so we just call it a bonus episodes. But I'm bringing it up because Christian Spicer and Jordan, you were on this episode, and this is still like this the was... biggest disagreement that we've ever had on the show.
3: Divisive, <laughs> yeah. incredibly divisive. So if you haven't listened to it, feel free to take a listen. It's incredibly divisive, and uh, yeah. Episode eighty-seven, Gangster Squad, with Leah Ducey, and she
1: actually saw the movie. Bringing in the new year, we had uh, Leah come on to talk about Gangster Squad. Yeah, that's that's enough. Um, episode eighty-eight, <laughs> The Last Stand, with Maxwell and Martine Jean, another one of the Kickstarter winners um, from Liz, from Liz's friend of Jill Liz's campaign. Glass Dad, I really liked Glass Dad. I it's thought a it was, fun, fun. Movie. It was it yeah, a fun, fun. It was. It didn't deserve the bomb. It was. It a- was.
3: Yeah, it did not deserve. And again, like there was a trope in there about some guy who's like, "I'm gonna go to the big city and live the live life." I was like, I totally did not see him his demise coming, and I should have. Shame on me. Uh, episode eighty nine, Zero Dark Thirty, with Adam, Mark, uh, Mark Johnson, and Jose.
1: Zero Dark Thirty, fantastic movie.
3: Yeah, uh, I switched from Argo to Zero Dark Thirty. It's such a such a profound movie.
1: Episode 90, Warm Bodies, with Brenda Smith, also from Just Seen It. Uh, I liked Warm Bodies quite a bit. It's a
3: date movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun
1: movie. And yeah. for, for a guy that's a stickler on zombie movies, I was able to appreciate <laughs> Warm Bodies.
3: And it actually said zombies. Yeah. Uh, episode 91, Side Effects, with Mark and Marcus.
1: I liked this movie. Mark liked this movie. Abe was okay at this movie, too, no. And Marcus just did not like it. no, Marcus was okay at this movie as well.
3: I think it was okay. He and I were kind of on, the, on board together. Yeah.
1: Uh, episode 92 a good day to die hard with scott and brandon
3: don't watch episode
1: it. 93 jack the giant slayer with alan aguilera uh,
3: maybe don't watch that one either episode 94
1: <laughs> oz the great and powerful with Stephen gilber and christian spicer
3: it's a fun movie we like you know, we had fun yeah was there was uh, an emotional scene with the china with girl the person, china girl yeah it's, it's really good episode 95 the incredible burt wonderstone with mark and marcus don't watch it <laughs>
1: Marcus would tell you it's one of the funniest movie experiences he's had in a long time. <laughs> None of us would agree with him.
3: Because... <laughs> uh, episode 96, Olympus Has Fallen with Scott Mendelssohn. I love that Scott Mendelssohn came off for of
1: this episode. Like, I tried to get Scott off for certain episodes, but I was like, you know what? We saw Olympus Has Fallen together. This movie's ridiculous. <laughs> and we had a lot of fun laughing at it together. So let's just we talk did. about it. And we did. It's like our space yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, Episode ninety seven, G I Joe retaliation. Jose Cordova and Jimmy O from Joe Blow. <laughs> uh, it was I had more fun with this. I, had, I had about I had fun with this movie. Jose didn't like it. It's got ninjas on ice, so there.
3: But you've seen it in the trailer. But uh, I saw four of it. <laughs> <laughs> episode ninety eight, Evil Dead with Brandon and Leah.
1: It was the sourpuss in this group because the rest of us like to have
3: fun. Yeah. Uh, That's movie
1: of I? the year so far. What'd you say?
3: That's movie, movie of the year. year.
1: So far. It, mm. I mean, I'd give my options, I'd probably put it in my top ten so far. That would be Yeah, I love much, it. But,
3: uh, it's kind of, uh, uh, kind of, like episode. Yeah,
1: kind of great. Yeah. uh. episode. Great. Episode 99, our last week's episode, 42, with Aaron Fink and Marcus Robinson by Aaron Fink from Just Seen It Again.
3: And Marcus is not related.
1: To Jackie Robinson, no. 42, yeah. I liked it. I, I, 42. Could have
3: gone deeper. Could have gone no, deeper, but, but
1: I think it's acceptable.
3: It's Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Woo!
1: We have Aaron. recapped all of our episodes that are numbered. There are, of course, plenty of other episodes you can find as well, because we've done plenty of commentaries and bonus episodes, which are all available on iTunes, and, of course, on our site, hhwlod.com. Uh, it has all the episodes located in those spots. But, uh, yeah, 100 episodes, Abe.
3: 100 episodes, Aaron. And, I mean, it's... I, just going through this list with you, uh, it seems as though we've agreed on a lot of them just minor disagreements on maybe you know a small percentage of them, which is eh, it's it's a good thing it's
1: not like we try to dis- or try to regroup each other either. We have obviously we're yeah. we are friends obviously, so we have similar sensibilities, but I mean you know
3: <laughs> and again, like what Aaron says, you know we don't read anyone else's reviews beforehand and we don't listen to anything else. We just go and go old.
1: see what we come out with.
3: One you didn't mention
4: which I really enjoyed was the uh, Killer Joe discussion. What what, what episode was oh, that? Oh that was like, that,
3: our, was like a, that was that was like a our, special like indie episode. It was our, it was our yeah. it was like
1: an August free for all episode because we had like oh, and, okay. like premium rush and like a number of other like random movies Gosh. all at the same time and we just like we just did like a hodgepodge of things. But yeah, you were on that episode as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But you bring it up and that was a really good discussion we had about Killer Joe And actually, the Expendables 2. Really yeah. yeah.
1: That was a good episode. Yeah. I would recommend
3: yeah, checking was. that one out for anyone that
1: hasn't found that one or like it's our like our august free-for-all or something like K
3: fred C. K
1: fred c killer joe <laughs>
3: um I, but, uh,
1: Eddie, I, you want to add something
3: no i think that's pretty much it but 100 episodes man yeah cheers we're gonna keep
1: doing Woo-hoo. this i you know we I, I easily thank everyone that listens to the show every week and people that are just you know new or tune in every now and then that just want to tune into our 100th episode and stuck around this long, uh, yeah. I, I'm 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 happy for every for all of you guys. I, I'm very thankful. And like Abe and I, we do this every week, and we
3: we just started out of the blue, and it was really like one of those things where I saw Aaron posting a lot about movie reviews, and I really wanted to do a podcast talking about movies because we just watch a lot of them, and uh, it's it's come a long way. Um, one of the things that was really the most exciting was when we actually started getting likes on our Facebook page and uh, in emails. Um, from people not in the state of California, and that was fantastic because it just kind of shows you the reach of the internet, but at the same time, it's like, wow, people are actually listening to our show that are not Aaron's mom, my friend, and maybe one other person, which we used to joke about in episode like one through seven, like three people would listen to the show. So we've come a long way, and uh, certainly I am appreciative of all the listenership as well.
1: Jordan, you want to add anything? Given that you've been a guest on this show occasionally, and we always welcome your opinions. It's it's a
4: great show. I, I love listening to to all the episodes. It's a it's a lot better. It's so much better than the podcasts that are out there that will not be named that I'll listen to like once, and you are like, oh, this is BS. And <laughs> listen to, to to out now and. It's, I mean, it, the guests and you guys are very articulate about the films. You know what you're talking about, and it's, it's funny. It's just a,
1: a joy to listen to every week. Very much appreciate that, Jordan. And we yeah, we certainly, you. we certainly
3: try our hardest, and we're hoping. That... I do want to shout out that uh, you guys should listen to the Red Dawn with Aaron and Jordan. Oh, okay. hilarious! Yeah, hilarious. That's our, that's part of our, like our Thanksgiving special from last year as
1: yeah. well. We did a Thanksgiving episode where we just. We just did like go, we did we
3: cover like the same movies like well, we, we
1: did like we were like guerrilla podcasts, and we just like grab somebody and recorded, <laughs> up record like twenty minutes with them and yet Jordan and I talked about Red Dawn and that is that is a that is a movie that should should not exist
3: but you guys had such a like it was hilarious editing that one and just listening back to what you guys are saying because it's much better than the actual movie well and the bullet to the head one was pretty good bullet to the
1: head that was another
3: <laughs> nice little tag that we did on one episode.
1: Uh, but, yeah, okay, we've been going along quite some times here, so let's just wrap it up. Uh, yeah, especially, It's because- just a great podcast. Well, thank, thank you very much.
3: David. I, you I you look forward much.
1: to working to it for 500
4: more episodes. Okay. Awesome. So that's it. Just 500 more. Okay. After <laughs> that, I'm out. That's, that, that's the
1: Logan's Run run, run real limit, right? Okay. Uh, but yeah, let's wrap it up here because I know there's going to be some ex- some some good bloopers coming. I believe at the end of, yeah. at the end of this one. So stick around for that. But you can find, of course, more of my work at thecodeazik.com, my personal site, or at whyisoblu.com, where you can find all my written movie my blu reviews. Uh, reviews are all over the place over, over on both those sides. You can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Aaron's PS3. I will also be appearing on Just Seen It. That is the the movie review series that is on uh, PBS uh, nationally all over the place. So you check your local stations I guess for local PBS stations for Just Seen It. Um, and just check it out in general even if I'm not on it just because that's a good show.
3: Mm, and uh, Abe? Sure. Uh, you can always find more fun stuff at com and twitter.com slash where I know I haven't been updating much. i uh, just been really busy with work, but uh, I hope that anyone who actually reads the site and the old articles enjoys them a little bit.
1: Jordan, where can people find more of your work?
4: You can go to uh, damndirtyblog.blogspot.com for uh, year-old reviews, or you can go to Twitter um, at
1: AmsterdamChap for daily uh, mediocre jokes. Great. I can't, I can't wait to read those and be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, you, can, you, can, you, you can, of course, find more of my, uh, my work. You can, of course, find all the other episodes of the podcast on iTunes, also at HHWLV.com, or you can find all the other episodes of our show there, as well as the episodes from other shows, such as The Walking Dead TV podcast, Legion of Dudes, and other great shows about comics and games and fun stuff like that. Outnow.podomatic.com. You can find most of the newest episodes with some exclusives over there. YouTube
3: page. YouTube.com slash podcast, where you can catch the main reviews of the week where we just cut you the main review if you don't want to listen to any of the other segments. Usually about 20 to 30 minutes each. Go there and check it out. Subscribe. And uh, we'd love to have you uh, either send us like a reply in the comments or send us a video review or, you know, any kind of interaction. We'd love.
1: Especially if you interact with us at OutNoutPodcast. I did all of that. Note. Out out podcast at gmail.com you can feel free to write in there tell us your thoughts on us doing 100 episodes and how many more we should do give us the exact number and we'll probably not do that we'll do whatever we want 500 yeah, there okay
3: well, we'll yeah. <laughs> That just means that we're gonna do like three episodes a week, George. Yeah. We're just gonna power it out and just be like, boom, we did it. five hundred one, just to spite you.
1: Facebook.com slash outnow podcast or twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. You can like and follow those pages. We got a lot of new likes today. And I'm very happy to have seen that, but I hope that more people interact with us on all platforms that we're available on. We like having our Twitter and our Facebook interactions and it's fun. You can be a part of that too. Um, that's, that's gonna do it. That We did, Ooh. we did it. Abe. hundred episodes. Hundred. Hundred. Cheers. Clink. Oh my god. Uh, make sure to uh, also participate participate in that contest we mentioned earlier that contest it's uh, yeah got got
3: we got some some really good
1: prizes in that one so you know we we, we, want, we want more people to interact with the show like we really we really encourage that for sure so yeah. and uh yeah that's gonna do it Jordan thanks for being on with us thanks well, Jordan. thanks for having me sure and um, until next time so long
3: and goodbye
1: here's to another 100. Plink. recording and this is out now with aaron and abe i am aaron and of course with me is abe what's up you want me to not fight back gonna have a black player and white baseball.
3: (laughs) (laughs) we just do that all day who's gonna be alan tudyk because that guy just says one word over and over and over and over and over and over and over again
1: jelly beans jelly beans jelly beans I want to see see the child edit.
3: I want to see the child, the the, the child, (laughs) the the airplane safe
1: version. (laughs) The airplane safe version. (laughs) We just say jelly bean, jelly bean, jelly beans. We got jelly bean on the plate over there. I don't know why the word jelly bean was the one they came up with. I was like, how does that even work? Can we stop this bleeding? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just do
3: that. I am a lot of some back. getting that first song now. Yeah. oh. Uh, 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 well, no, we're, we're, we'll let Mark sing. Oh. Uh, 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 uh,
0: Mark's gonna sing. Okay, and really yeah, that was Mark Hovind, made and joke.
3: There's a guy. Kind of, <laughs> kind of a cop. He's 5'7. <laughs> He's badass. He
1: has a big hand. He smiles a lot. Alright. One day more. Another day. Another destiny. This is never ending road to Calvary.
4: These men who seem to know my crime.
0: Well suddenly come a second time.
4: One, one day
0: more <laughs> Recap, recap, recap. Go recap. Recap, recap. Recap, recap. Go recap.
1: Recap. Abe's second favorite movie of last year, Silent Hill Revelations, finally comes out. Yes.
3: <laughs> Watch it in 3D.
1: I forget
3: how the trailer goes. Not just yet. Not just yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ashley Judd's like, thanks, Mike, we're coming.
3: Oh, here's a present.
1: And Ashley Judd's like, no, I'm dying. (laughs) And then
3: Aaron Edgar is
0: like, no!
2: But there's one thing they didn't count on. Yeah. I'm going to say that several times during this podcast, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay.
3: <laughs> YouTube.com slash, or actually, YouTube.com slash, yeah, out now podcast. Um, wait. YouTube.com slash out now is a podcast? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there in a couple of weeks.
4: Her confidence. Hey, Duke. Uh,
3: what are those lights over there? You're With- like,
1: Security. Right? It's a little early.
3: Uh, <laughs> <P Rubrumheit> roo- roo- Mouse, you're dead. Oh. There's only one man that could authorize a strike like this, and I voted for him. There is one man that can help us.
1: The GI Joes are no more.
3: Should I get my rock doll? The world ain't saving itself. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh my God. Where are the chems? Where
0: are
1: they? Where are the chems? Where are they? Where are the chems? <laughs> Where's Benoit? Where are the Kems?
3: Where was the last time you had Benoit? Where are the Kems and Benoit? Where's the Triggerman? Where is he? Can we talk about the, uh, what is it, the Kems? The Kems? <laughs> Where,
0: Where are the Kems? the Kems? Where's the green? Jack! Jack! John? Jack! John? Jack! Oh, what John? are you doing, Jack? <laughs> well, You're a a you whoa, whoa! spy! The 007 of Plainfield, plain New
3: Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> giant explosion helicopter falling through a bunch of beers into a dirty pool
0: you've done this before don't encourage him i'm getting too old for this shit
1: this valentine's day is a good day to die hard uh, Yippee,
3: can you, you know that the russia okay yeah. We just made a better movie than the movie.
0: <laughs> yes. Wasn't hard, but yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Too cool for school unless it's wait for school. Then I'm on board. Everything needs to rhyme. If not, we don't have the time to talk about our views. Maybe the news to it with
1: something that rhymes with Oz. Oz. There it is, take a (laughs) dramatic Oz as we're talking about Oz.
3: Look out! There's a book. It's gonna kill ya.
1: What's that in the yonder? I think it's a tree of wonder, and it's <laughs> a comment going to rape me. Here it comes. Okay, so <laughs> that's. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. say it again. Do we'll you
3: me even
4: know how much a gallon of milk costs? You don't even know how much a gallon of milk costs.
1: <laughs> You're right. I don't know. <laughs> My life isn't so perfect after
4: all. I should help with good deeds. All right, that's the end of that. And they cut to the music like, you gotta be strong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, You gotta be, you gotta
0: be bad,
3: you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard, you gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger. Jordan. Oh, yes. Would John Carter have been a lot cooler if he was just basically named Rush Hour 4 with Jackie Chan saying, Kata! all the time? <laughs> Hello, I'm Aaron. And I'm Abe. And together we host Out Now. With Aaron. And Abe. If you enjoy listening to a few guys that have weekly chats about movies, then you could be tuning into our weekly podcast. Out Now with Aaron. And Abe. We discuss newest movie releases. Newest trailers. Box office and older movies. And then we play some games. So tune in to Out Now with Aaron. And Abe! If you've got an hour to kill, then you're in for some fun.